This episode is dedicated to Sean Lipinski. There is a GoFundMe set up to help his family. You can go to the 185 Mile South Instagram, click that link tree link, and it's right there at the top. That's the easy way to get to it to donate to help his family. Uh, that's all. Rest in peace, friend. One hundred and eighty-five miles south, a hardcore punk rock podcast. What's up, everyone? We are back and talking hardcore, helping out. You know him, you love him. It is his best dressed man on the pod. It is Daniel Sant. What's up, Dan? Shut your fucking mouth. Oh, who sings that? Uh, uh, also, oh, without it is six foot two. What you gonna do? The mighty, mighty posse, Chris. What's up, Chris? What's happening? And rounding us out, it is Steph from Punitive Damage. What's up, Steph? What's up? How's it going, everyone? All right. Last week we did the 2020 awards, but this time we're building out our best playlist for the year. It was a hot year, and we're getting everyone involved. Dan. You and me talked a lot on uh, 2022 last uh, episode, but so we should go to Chris. Chris, what's your take on the year? <laughs> uh, great year. Great year for hardcore. Like a lot of great stuff spanning really all kinds of music. And uh, yeah, psyched to get into it. Steph, what's your take on the year of 2022? It's been awesome. It's It's funny trying to go back through all the the list of music that came out um in my sense of i simply have no sense of time anymore so i when i was starting to go back to like january february even the summertime i was like oh fuck that came out this year that also rocks too it's been fantastic 2022 has been an amazing year i love it dan any uh final things you want to say on the overview of 2022 before we get into it well it was you know the awards that we did, you know, the illustrious, glamorous awards show that we did um, was really good. But, you know, this process of doing the Super 7 and going deep into the 2022 uh, chambers, the all 36 of them, allows you to see how much amazing stuff really came out this year. And it allowed me to um you know we we focused on some pretty big hitters on the uh awards thing because um you know they made a big impact and also it was a dictatorship and not a uh <laughs> it was not up for uh everyone else's input you know but that's that's the 185 uh big brother world we live in um <laughs> under <laughs> comrade zach's uh leadership um hey, so when you're under that you're living under that big uh flip-flop yeah Bene- exactly. benevolent dictatorship <laughs> the, the chunkler comes flying at you the minute you try to suggest something <laughs> well, that's all right um but yeah oh this uh, this is going to allow us to like you know spread some love like throughout all the things that we've been just so excited about and that we've been listening to for months and sometimes there's something that just came out that's just grabbed your attention and just taken over for the last few weeks so we'll see if any of those make it 
Um, I, you know, when you you think back, you're like, oh yeah, there were some good records this year, and you know, it was really good. And then when you start to compile your list, you're like, whoa, this is one of them years. You know, this is going to be one of those things where, you know, hopefully a lot of this stuff stays with you for long, long, long periods of time because I, I've got quite, well, I mean, I've got like 70 songs to get down to seven. So that's how much I, you know, really fuck with 2022. I have 16 on the short list and uh, for everyone listening, what Dan is needling me about is most of the awards from last episode were chosen by me alone. Although some of the categories we did uh, get a consensus on, but uh, yeah, and also, like a lot of my favorite releases of this year, they were not represented on that. So I'm looking forward to spreading the love a little bit and digging into some of my favorite tracks of the year. All right, Dan, explain to everyone what a Super 7 is and the order of our picking. Okay, so a Super 7 is a semi but very fun competitive way of making the best mixtape of whatever the genre we're choosing. This is the best tracks of 2022. So we are all going to compile seven song mixtapes and then our illustrious, beautiful listeners, especially the ones listening right now who are actually hearing this are going to comment. And then there's going to be a bunch of buffoons (laughs) that (laughs) will never hear this word being said about them that are going to comment in and go, yo, where's this? Even though we probably discussed it and said, oh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm bummed that this didn't get on, but blah, blah, blah. That's what happens in the IG comments. (laughs) (laughs) But we love it because it creates all kinds of conversation. Shout out to the Bonicles. Yeah, and it allows us to have a little chuckle. But um, So what's going to happen is we're all going to have seven song mixes, and we're going to uh, present them later in the week and let people vote on who they think had the best one. And it's it's just a great way of starting discussion and turning people onto records that they may or demos or whatever that they may not have checked out. So the order for this is Steph, me, Chris, and the Nard curse coming in fourth. And, um, we're gonna, you know, take songs as they go. We're going to, um, keep going and, and we'll see where we end up at the end of this. Yeah. If a song is taken, you can't take it again, but you can take other things. Um, Everyone, go to 185milesouth.com, click that playlist link at the top of the page. You can check out the playlist that we created, all four of our lists combined. Don't do it if you uh, don't want the spoilers, but it's up there. So after you're done with this podcast, you can jam that, go for a run, go do whatever you like to do. Uh, Steph, let's go to you for the best hardcore song of 2022. Oh, damn. Wait, forgive my ignorance. Are we starting (laughs) at number seven or we're starting at number one? Number one. Who just Whoa. popped the old one? <laughs> oh, damn. Liquid oh, sh- death. I just got uh, liquid dead. <laughs> oh, damn. I wish I had a fizzy drink. I didn't think this far ahead. I just got regular flat, boring water. Okay. Oh, no. Th- this is this is still liquid death. I am not oh. spark- I'm not a sparkling water person. I'm a I'm a stillman. Whoa. That is. I've got questions for you afterwards. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll bring it back. I'm so sorry for the ADHD moment. Um okay, great. This, I love this because I was so worried that somebody was going to snipe this from me. So my number one pick for 2022 uh, is off of the EP release that Mortality Rate had released uh, called, um, I believe it was Rosemary and Saltwater. My 
choice, uh, even though I want to pick both of them, would be specifically the track Saltwater. So it's the second song off of their two songs. Um, and there's a multitude of reasons. Oh, hey, Chonkies. Um, sorry, my kittens. Um, there's a multitude of reasons why I chose this. Um, from a personal perspective, I look up to Jess, the singer of Motality Rate, she's been a close friend of mine for years on end. And she's always been somebody that I've seen, like we've been in the same circle for, I can't even count how many years in like Western Canadian hardcore shows, but we didn't actually really become close friend, friends or let alone close friends until semi-recently. Um, and it's just really cool being able to see somebody who from like a, a lyrical pers- from like a lyrical perspective, from a musician's perspective and everything she's done, like getting to kind of see her processes and like getting to learn more about how she writes into things. Anyways, Saltwater. Um, so Rosemary and Saltwater, a lot of her content that she had or a lot of what it was written about and what she had based it on was the grieving, like grieving and loss um, in particular to her closest, um, her closest companion, her cat, Zoe, who had passed away from uh, renal failure earlier this year um and she and i are very similar in the sense of you know uh and forgive me for if this is a very heavy way to start this but it really resonates with me because that's something you know i have recently dealt with with the loss of my 20 year old cat um and it's something that's like such a for the actual track itself it's so interesting to see how she was able to take this pain and like take this grief and like what she's feeling and what she's thinking and then like just let it live in this song that musically is just an absolute ass beater and I think is just so raw emotionally and it's that weird juxtaposition that it 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 like tackles this part of me that's like from a lyrical content like it and what it's about like it really really like hits home to me but then it's also in this just like super angry crazy fast-paced really dynamic song um, you know, like you get to the 58 second mark of that song and you go from just like hot ass blazing, just ripping through the set, everybody's powering through. And then it just goes straight to like totally beaten ass, absolutely like just taps into the really stupid, like primal part of my brain that just like makes me want to lose my mind. And then it gets like even more aggressive and even more stupid respectfully. Um, and you know, like that's the entirety of that release is. Uh, both songs do that, but um, this song, this song in particular, like really stuck out to me. It stuck out to me when it was released, and it stuck out to me when I was going through my own stuff, and then it really stuck out to me again when I was going through my list of songs, and like it was just the one that I was like, I, it like this is the only one. This is the one that makes sense for me. Sorry, that was long-winded as fuck. <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah, great subject matter. Because uh, yeah, dude, ACAB, all cats are beautiful. Chris, as the uh, the man behind Northwest Hardcore Radio, what's your take on this? And does it uh, spread all the way to Alberta? I love this. I love this band. I love this song, uh, Steph. I actually uh, picked this song for uh, episode two of the Northwest Hardcore Radio <gasps> playlist. So, um, yeah, like certainly that was one that I wanted to get on there super early because, yeah, I love this band. I also love the timing of when this came out because. Like mm-hmm. World of Pleasure dropped their uh, four song EP like maybe a month before this, and and World of Pleasure is a band that's been getting I think a, a decent amount of hype and and well deserved, but it, it was kind of cool I think that you know her other band dropped this like 
not even a month later was like, oh yeah, we're still here too. And we're still, we're still bringing it. Um, I didn't know that about the lyrics uh, cause I don't have a lyric sheet. And uh, so that's cool to hear like, you know, what the song's about. Cause obviously that's super important. I love it. Uh, Dan, is it you or Chris next? I just know I'm last. It's me. <clears throat> what well, is your number one song? Um, well, I'm going to continue the theme of uh, lyrics of loss and um, making something beautiful out of it. I mean, I am so uh, unbelievably ready to listen to that song that you just talked about because, you know, a, a little over a year ago, I lost my pup who was 18 and a half. So, I mean, I think that as a lyrical concept, like, yeah, these are the companions that matter more to us than anyone. So I, I'm, I'm definitely here for that. Um, I am going with Trauma Bonds by High Viz. Um, High Viz Blending is up there f- absolutely for my record of the year. Um, but this song, I just, the minute I heard it, actually even like the minute I knew about it, just because of the opening lines, I already had connected to it <clears throat> without um, even hearing it. And then when I heard it, oh my God, it sent me, it sent me like, because, um, you know, I, I, Chris and I luckily got to hear a lot of this LP before it came out um, from our Manchester dealer. Um, but the, the buried too many, too young. It's a short life. Tears on my Gore-Tex. We're defective and numb. That opening and just talking about losing friends and and what it does to you, what trauma and loss and pain do to you is it. I mean, that really sums it up beautifully. You know, like I love the poetic tears on my Gore-Tex, like, you know, basically showing, you know, you can still be a, a lad or whatever and and share your emotion but it's also like the trauma like leaves you <clears throat> defective and numb and it's just uh i think it's a amazing sentiment and then i love the music it's uh, <clears throat> very post punky with let me get some of this liquid death i don't know what's in my throat advertisement. what is up oh. with this advertising come on yeah sponsor the pod no, um, please don't. <laughs> but do. <laughs> um, the music is very like post punk, but with the punchy, like hard parts that really um, drive this. And then Graham's voice is just extremely uh, awesome and aggressive, but still being tuneful on the choruses. Um, I think this is incredible. I'm, I, I know we've talked this band and these records over and over and over throughout 2022 and 2021 for that matter um, on the pod. And people are probably like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're also like, yes, this is amazing. So trauma bonds, high viz. Respect. Chris, you want to speak on this? Um, I do, but I, I think I'm going to wait until later because uh, I, I know we're, we're playing a rule where we, uh, where we, we can pick another song by the same band, but I kind of want to spread the love. So 
Um, I'm not going to pick what my favorite song of the year is. And I think it's better than Dan's because <laughs> it's from the same band. Uh, yeah, so but maybe that's, that's track of the year at the uh, 185 Awards, Chris. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so I don't know if I want to talk on that now in case someone else wants to pick it. But uh, yeah, I'm just going to say you got you got the wrong song. Although Trauma Bonds is an incredible song. Maybe the second best song of the year. I don't know. But anyone who doesn't think 0151 is the best song of the year is a straight up scab. Bullshit. Wow. Okay. Rude. Damn. All right. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, you know what I think is the best song of the year, but I'm going to go to my second. I'm going to go to my number two here just because I, I like to spread the love. So uh, I'm going to take a song from what I think is the best LP of the year. And that's uh, Syndrome 81. I'm going to take the song Violence Social. Uh, Social Violence uh, mm. is my favorite song on this record. Although, like, I'm not even going to try to say the French, but In the Streets of Brest is the, trans- is the translation, is like the hit song and was probably an early favorite for me. But like the more I listen to this <laughs> record, the more the song social violence just really stood out and like it's such a, a incredible driving street punk anthem like it, it has like in the streets of breasts is a little bit more like sing-alongy and catchy but this song is as sing-alongy but has a little bit more aggression and like ferocious pace that uh just makes it stand out um if you haven't heard syndrome 81 I say, and maybe this is just because they're a French band, so if they are, this is my ignorance, but I, I say that it kind of sounds like a, a mix between like Camera Sous Lens and uh, Blitz. And uh, yeah, which, I mean, those are maybe my two top like favorite boy bands of all time. So like, that's how much I love this band. Um, on that note, a mode of, moment of silence, no pun intended. I just realized that the camera lens stuff is not on Spotify anymore. It must've been pulled down in the last couple months. Uh, so that's a major bummer. Uh, I realized that and went to Discogs and, and bought the LP, but yeah. Anyways, I digress. Syndrome 81, Violence Social. That's my pick. This LP is fabulous. It was up for art of the year, I think, but yeah, this LP is, Awesome. I didn't know where to stick it in like the award stuff, but uh fabulous album bangs all the way through Uh great melodic street punk slash oi and all in French. So, you know, hard to follow along, but God, you can just, you feel like the spirit coming right on through Dan. Unless you love this fluent, fluent in French like Dan. <laughs> That's true. Well, Dan <laughs> is only fluent in liquid death beverages and uh here's Dan to tell us all about it. Um, yeah, this is a great song, but you know, Chris chose the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Got him. The streets of breast definitely, uh, is, is in the streets of breast or whatever. Jeez, it but. depends if you're a lover or a fighter. I'm a lover always. Yeah. So apparently I'm a fighter. Well, Dan, That's what of I've course, heard about you. Dan, Dan takes a song with <laughs> his name in it. Of course. Yes. In literally in because uh, that's what dans in french means um okay 
this song is fantastic though this whole lp is fantastic like it's and then they've put put out like a stripped down version like the demos version like i prefer the the well-rounded like produced version but i do love that we got to have a second bite of the of the pom <laughs> that's apple in french um <laughs> Um, when they put out that demoed out version of the LP, um, it was a bit rawer and stuff. But I like the the you know the keyboards and the and the um, extra production that's on the uh, original LP. But I'm bummed because you know I definitely had Syndrome eighty one on my list, and I'm gonna be you know I'm gonna spread the love as well. So I I won't be revisiting, but I I. I cannot recommend this LP enough to everyone listening. Yeah, this is a must-have for the year for sure. Um, okay, my number one, I am going to... I, if I'm being completely honest with myself, this is a song I got to pick. And it might jack Chris, and I'm sorry, friend. But I'm taking the song Peace of Mind by the band Praise. I absolutely love this song. I love this band. Um this LP went a little further astray from like what I, I love from them. And, but I do think they're a fabulous band playing this great style of music. They do really well, but God, those, uh, those two seven inches from like 2010 or 2011, they're like two of my favorite pieces of music ever. And like those first two songs on, uh, on, on that first one, the growing healing one, like good God, dude, I think that those songs are like as good as GB. You know, like I, they really, really matter to me. Like that's one of my favorite records. And, uh, so just anytime that they drop something that really resonates with me, like it has that extra like oomph behind it. Cause like I care about them so much and yeah, this song, it, it's like, uh, that slow, fast tempo, like strangely to put it like the integrity fast beat, <laughs> you know, but, uh, <laughs> obviously very melodic and, it just like builds and builds. And when it gets to like that end part where it's like, um, Jesus Christ, where my notes go. When it gets like that part, like where it does a slowed down fear beat or the slowed down, leave it alone beat like that to feel, to fail, to fall. It's like, Oh my God, like this has hit such like a high plateau. And then it goes into like this perfect little guitar lead. And then comes out of it like back into that to feel to feel to fall part. It is just like if you want to feel something, you can listen to this song. And if you don't feel anything, good God, you're a psychopath. So <laughs> respect, don't hurt me. But uh, I hope that everyone can listen to this and and enjoy it and feel it because uh, yeah, probably my number one song of the year. Zach chose a pussy song. Everyone uh, blast me. Chris, what's your take on that? Yeah, I love the song. I would have taken. Um um a life unknown personally uh but this is a close second for me and uh the lyrics of the song are phenomenal it's it's about uh feels to be about like seeing someone that you love going through something very like traumatic and and depressing and and wishing that you could give them like some peace of mind and uh i don't know it's just it's a really cool uh message and and the way that he delivers the the words are awesome. All right, Steph, let's go to you for round number two. All right. I also just want to to touch on um, your number one song. I've never felt more foolish in my life because I had 
completely forgotten that Praise obviously put out that banger of an LP this year. I remember it so distinctly, but for whatever reason, when I was brainstorming my ideas for songs that uh, would be on my list, I had a, a lapse in memory. Everything's like blur state to me. So I'm like, I didn't realize that this was year. this year. Anyways, I got egg on my face. I feel mad embarrassed that uh, I never considered that record, but I'm excited to listen to it now that I remembered that literally exists. Um, <laughs> So for my number two song, um, I am going to pivot uh, what, you know, I realized that my first choice was, you know, like very like intense, very like, um, you know, very emotional, but then also just like simply beating ass to no end. Um, And my second choice is actually um, Pressure Cooker uh, from Military Gun and Daisy. Um, I think this is one of one thing I really like about um, songs is like there will be a there. I, I don't know how to describe this, and I'm sure everyone else experiences this too. And it's not anything like bizarre, but when you find when you hear a song at the get go, right out of the gate, and it's immediately already like earwormed its way into the deepest part of your brain, and you can't shake it off. Um, and that was me with Pressure Cooker. So I remember the day that it came out, it was just like immediately a song that I had played basically on repeat for four days straight. I didn't listen to anything else. Um, it just like encompasses just like, uh, you know, the the intro, like bass uh the bass riff that just like carries on through the rest of the song was super catchy, um, really like fun, um, just like the overall fun vibe of the song. It reminded me of like when I listen to that song, sometimes I also like will weirdly paint a picture of where this song would like be. And for whatever reason, in my mind, I'm like, this is this song would be like the opening scene to some sort of like college humor movie where it's like, or like some sort of like um, uh, comedy where it's like first day on college campus, new kids coming out of town. They're at an out of state university. They're coming into the first, you know, this is their first day. They don't know anybody. They're walking down the hallways. They're starting to see the different types of people. Like maybe they're narrating what types of groups they're in and stuff. Um, Everyone's wearing like, flannel and like bleach tips i don't fucking know why i think this way but that was me with this song um and uh you know ian is like such an eclectic artist and i just love being able to see just like the different ways he's able to like just come up with these super like just they like these this to come up with music that just sticks with you you can't shake it no matter how hard you try not that i'm trying to um but uh, Pressure Cooker was one of those songs for me. I would also say, for me personally, I would consider a Pressure Cooker a perfect song, like in its entirety. Like there is not a single part of a song where I'd be like, "Oh, I wish they did like a little bit less of this," or "I wish that they maybe they judged up this part more." I'm like, I think this is a perfect song. I think that if a song could have like, um, you know, like a like a grade or anything i don't know that's such a (laughs) what a stupid analogy it's it's just perfection in every way um and i'm very glad that uh we are going from top to bottom because i was like if somebody else takes this song for me i'm going to be livid (laughs) i love it chris or dan you want to speak on this i'm excited to listen to it 
like uh, in 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 the in the mix of everything we love, like all being together. Hell yeah! Right. I haven't spent a ton of time with this this record. Um, I like the first three EPs, I guess. Um, and and this one's cool. I just haven't. It's one of those that I have been I guess just distracted from by other things. So, Steph, I'm I'm psyched on your explanation. Psyched to go listen to it again. I hope I did a good job. I hope I didn't make it sound like annoying or I rambled on about stupid details. <laughs> I mean, you gave it an A plus, so yeah, I did. That's true. Okay, Dan, let's go to you. Song number two. Yeah. Um, I'm really glad you took that uh, praise song, by the way. That that was my favorite on the LP. Um, All right. There's so much to get on and so much good stuff. But I could literally take four songs from this LP, but I'm going to take the opening track. I'm going to make things a little awkward here. I'm taking Pure Blood Sixth Sunrise by Punitive Damage. This song slash songs is incredible. I love how it comes out the gate. Ferocious, lambasting, pathetic racists and challenging them to their face. Come out, show yourself, you know. And then it drops away, and this just creepy, crawly bass climb starts, and it is just the music's building, and there's so much tension and like amazingness in it. And then it just drops, and someone who is just speaking about one of her favorite jams comes in and screams. (laughs) And that part, oh my God, can I just say how much that part where... Steph comes in and goes, um, it's awesome, guys. That- oh, my God. Like, I'm getting goosebumps right now talking about it. Um, and then the the song just becomes this stomp all the way through that is just, it's what hardcore, it's why I love hardcore. It's the things that just hit you, like, inside and you can't really describe why it drives you to want to like jump through your front window and out onto the lawn and just start moshing. Um, it's amazing. And the lyrics are fantastic. And this is up there with high viz for the album of the year for me. And I, um, absolutely love the lyrics to this, love the lyrics to the whole LP. I love all the songs on the LP. This narrowly, um, be out fool for me off this record as well but this just that that tense creepy crawly bass climb into the just it's us against them and what could be a better statement of not only like free thinking people versus racism but also um hardcore kids against the outside world it's us against them it's perfect yeah, and it highlights like both ends of like the speed spectrum, right? It's like a great fast part, and then like one of the slowest moshes you could do without it being like a bulldoze beatdown part. <laughs> yeah, pretty sick. I would have gone Leech Three, I think. I mean, really, I go nothing because I love the idea of having a track that you know is that dope, and you put it, re-record it, put it in the number two slot on the LP. I think that's the illest thing ever. But uh, 
yeah, that or H3, good God, or bottom feeder, or this. There, this LP rips. Chris, oh, Chris, you want to speak on this? Uh, I do. Uh, so we've, we've established uh, that I'm a fighter. And uh, next time I see Dan, there's going to be beef because uh, Dan took another song from my, my next pick. Uh, so that's twice that he swooped me. Um, I was, when I was going to pick a song off this record, I was leaning towards uh, the opening track as well. Um, but the one that I decided I was going to talk about was Bottom Feeder. Um, again, just another <laughs> badass, like street violence, like street fighting soundtrack music, uh, like driving mid tempo. Um, the the piano part is so sick and it's like it's bare it's buried enough too that it's not like whoa they just threw a was that a you know it like it catches you by surprise because you only barely hear it you're like wait was, was that a piano do i need to go back and listen to that <laughs> um but yeah i love this whole record you know like i said throw a dart like it's it's great like stuff and team like awesome job on this like not to blow smoke but like just to to put respect where it's due yeah bottom feeder was on my short list as well that is a triple 360 degree dunker banger oh oh my gosh thank you so much well i like don't know what to say i'm so glad that y'all like it like that's so sick i love hearing everyone's like thoughts i don't know well I'm gushing. I'm I'm blushing. I'm glad there's no camera to this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, you can go right into your number two. Yeah. So what am I gonna pick next? <laughs> uh. All right. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it in the the laced up boots fighting <laughs> Nazi zone. Uh. I'm gonna take it to a demo out of Arizona from a band called The Executed. I'm going to yeah. take the opening track on this called Blinders. Uh, this this demo is so killer. If you haven't heard it, go check it out ASAP. Um, to give you an idea what it sounds like, if you haven't heard it, I sent it over to Dave Bird. Um, and he... The reason I'm name-dropping him here, he said it sounded like if the singer of Aftermath sang in 86 Mentality, which... You know, if you know anything about Dave, that's high praise from a DC area vet comparing them to two like absolute, you know, 2000s era classics from that area. Um, yeah. And this, this track is like, like the whole, the whole demo is ripping, but this track is so sick and it's just about ignorance. And there's a line like on the breakdown that's so hard that goes, you're it, you're the one living with your blinders on. Proud boy dickheads and QAnon fuck Nazi bastards and fascist scum. Yeah. I like it. I'm in. This, this guy has like the meanest voice ever. Like, dude, what, what happened? What's going on here? Dude? It's gnarly. <laughs> like if, if corpse grinder leaves a uh, cannibal corpse, they can just stick him right in. It's like, all he has to do is growl a little bit harder, but it's, it's the most brutal voice on like a, a punk record. So gnarly. Yeah, it's it it the first listen you like it's almost shocking how deep and guttural he is over this kind of music. And then the by the third listen you're like singing along like you know <laughs> getting deep. It's I love this demo. Great pick. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, let's see here. What am I going to take? I should have planned ahead. Um, I am going to take the song Bone to Pick by the band Sweat. This is probably my favorite LP of the year. I love the whole thing. It bangs all the way through. Um, We did a whole episode on it. Probably my favorite is Life Death Complex, but this one comes right after, and it's like these two back-to-back are the move. This one like has like a kind of a subtle dark melody, but then like I love the end part when the singer just like really goes for it and starts like, it almost sounds like she's freestyling. Um, she's just raging and like, oh God, I love it so much. It's just like someone going all out like pure YOLO. And then right after that, there's like the most chill little like guitar lead, but like on the low strings, like they're not rocking it like on the on the high strings. It's like these low like ding, 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 ding. I don't know. Like this whole song is like a full vibe, dude. Like it takes you through a, a slew of emotions and I love it. This LP rips front to back. Uh, if anyone hasn't checked it out for the year 2022, please do because it is just a straight up hardcore punk rager all the way through. It's like, it's one of those great modern LPs where I can give it like the best compliment I think there is for modern times, which is it's very easy to listen to. Like I made it all the way through. Like I, I bought it on vinyl. I love listening to it on vinyl. I'm not trying to skip tracks. And that's, uh, that's really the highest compliment I think you can give to a band when they do an LP is like, I'm not trying to skip a bunch of this shit. So yeah, it's that's got that. some sleaze too. They do a great job of that. Yeah. She really rolls in some good sleaze. Yeah. Like, like there's almost like a, a rose tattoo influence going through it. Yeah. I actually had the song on my short list too. Um, so I'm, I'm psyched you, you picked it and we can talk about it. Cause, uh, yeah, the whole record, I agree. The whole record is fantastic. Um, but this is the song that, uh, I've gravitated to as my favorite as well off the record. But, you know, again, like the puny D record, like you could throw a dart and there's another ripper there. So yeah, that life death complex song though. Good God, man. Like just when it goes like that up tempo, mid tempo out of nowhere, it's like maybe the most YOLO track of the year. Although there, there are some other parts that are pretty wild from other bands. So uh, we'll see if we get to them or not. Dan, you want to speak on this at all? Or should we send it back to Steph for round number three? Well, I, I, you know, it's well documented how much everyone on the pod felt this record at the time. And um, yeah, go back in the archives, listen to the little interview we did with them. And um, if you haven't dove into this record, what are you waiting for? Get in. All right, let's go to Steph for round number three. All right. All right, all right, all right. Um, I did a last-minute change to my number three song because I have commitment issues, and I was like, is this really number three? Is this more of a number four? So I switched it up. Um, And it feels a bit strange picking this song um, just because of my relationship to the band, but I chose the song uh, Penitence from World of Pleasure off of their release World of Pleasure and Friends. Um, So part of why I feel like I can pick this song is uh, this this, uh, release and the previous release 
were written entirely by um, Coulter and Jess, who um, are like absolutely carrying the like such a huge weight for the um, Wild Rose hardcore scene, like in Western Canada. Like Wild Rose in general is just like so criminally underrated for everything that they do and everything that they come out with and everybody uh so many of the musicians who live there are just so insanely talented and also just some of like the loveliest and the funniest fucking people you've ever met um and Coulter is one of those people um and so I feel comfortable picking this song because I didn't have a hand in writing this um you know Coulter is one of those people who is just like a wildly talented musician um, and makes writing music seem as like second nature as like, I don't know, like drinking a glass of water. Like, so it just comes so, I guess I wouldn't say naturally to him, but what he's able to create is like, it honestly kind of blows my mind. Like every so often, like I get peaks of like how he writes stuff and I'm like, this makes no fucking sense to my like two-celled smooth brain um but something that i really love about uh this song in particular is uh (laughs) i i I am somebody who got into hardcore from the punk side of music whereas um this is something that i often like me and like jess will joke about but like she got in through like emo and like more kind of metalcore-esque sort of stuff um, and I believe Coulter is very similar in that. So, like, we don't always come to a consensus with music that we like. It's almost really difficult to. Um, and, like, how we write music, like, for my end, for, like, PNUD, it's, like, obviously, it's, like, very punk. And then uh, Wills of Pleasure obviously pulls from, like, these, like, super ass-beating parts of hardcore and stuff. Anyways, Penitence was really funny because I remember when I first heard um, the mixes for this, that was the song I kept gravitating towards. And I was like, man, I really love this song, but I can't quite put my finger on like why I like keep pulling over to this song in particular. Um, All of them are great, but obviously in terms of like lyrical content, it rocked ass, but there was like, I guess something like a little more primal, so to speak, that was like really pulling me in, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And not too long after I had heard it, uh, (laughs) Jess had messaged me and she's just like, what's your favorite song and is it Penitence? And I was like, yes, how did you know? Like, how did you know that this was like the song I was putting on repeat? She's like, it's because we put a punk part in there and we knew that you were going to love that. And we figured that that was going to be the song that you gravitated towards. And it totally was. Um, It's like, yeah, it's, I think it's like the whole, like everything that is written on there is awesome. But that's that, um, I can't remember what Mark uh, where it comes in. I put the timestamp somewhere, but my kittens are now sleeping on my notebook. So I'm just having to go off the fly now. Um, but it's that, yeah, it's that shift into the deep beat where it just gets like hella stupid and so ignorant. And like, ooh, there's something about those like, uh, so, like just that like deep beat formulation that I'm like, I can just feel myself going backwards in the evolutionary change. Like wherever the fish was that crawled out of water onto land like i just crawled back into the water like i want to go backwards in the scale um and it's just yeah it's super fun it's super dynamic i absolutely love this record this is or this song rather um and also the record um but this is a song that like i just also same same sort of thing like i had it on repeat pretty consistently for a long time 
Oh yeah. Yeah. This EP made our short list for EP of the year. Uh, Dan or Chris, you want to speak on this? I, I really dig it. I like um, the concept too of like with friends. I think, I think that was like a really cool thing. Like bring people in. Um, I, I, <clears throat> I think uh, this is f- fantastic uh, stuff. I mean, coming out of the same, they're all drinking the same water up there in the North. Like it's uh, so good. And yeah, I love that. I love that they placated you with a little punk part. It's so good. It's so good. I love it. Dan, you missed a perfect chance for another uh, liquid death plug right there. (laughs) Chris, do you want to speak on this or should we send it to Dan for his number three? Uh, Wait, I thought it was my turn. No, wait, it is Dan's. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. I'm sorry, I've been drinking whatever the alcoholic version of liquid death is, apparently. Um, Edgewash. (laughs) Yeah, I love this record. Um, I actually, I didn't have one of their songs on my shortlist. And the only reason is because I don't know what my favorite song is off that. Like, it's so good, like, start to finish that, like, I couldn't even wrap my head around uh, even pulling a song from it so yeah it's great i love it good pick hell yeah oh yeah all right dan number three up the punks well let me just try and channel mentally what chris would be going with next and then just go ahead and steal (laughs) see that's why i really wanted to go next (laughs) um i don't think chris was going to go with this um Oh, maybe he is. I'm going to take it just in case, and then I'll go to what I was going to pick for the next round and hope it's still there. I'll be wait. What? It's not. I was going to take. Are you going to take different? Are you going to take two picks, sir? No, 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 no. I'm not that egregious. (laughs) You're not going to pull a Dan. (laughs) I mean, that's that's my 2023 styley. I'm going to be just picking seven picks per Super Seven, like each round. Um. I'm going Tottenham Court Road, Clobber. Um, Chris turned me on to this, and I have not stopped listening to it since he turned me on to it. Um, The EP is amazing. Um, The Gammons and Karens song in particular is so amazing lyrically. Um, You know, it kind of... It's a bit more humorous version of, of Chris's executed track you know it's basically talking about all the brexiteers and all of the fucking idiots and everyone completely brainwashed but this song tottenham court road is just just the most perfect oi stomper it has that gritty like film sample in the middle and it comes back in and it's it's so tuneful but it's hard it's um you know and then you'll be just walking you know, walking the dog without listening to anything, just going top, no court road, like in your head, just over and over and over again. Um, I really, I really love this clobber EP. EP. I think we had it shortlisted for one of the EPs of the year, but there was just so many to get on there um, that maybe it didn't make it, but I really recommend anyone listening to dive into that. It's, it's um, the, you know, a lot of time when, when um 
Oi Music has the hardcore influence, a lot of the time it can miss a little. This is perfect. It's like really hard, but it's Oi as fuck, and it is just, it's fantastic. And um, the band is Clobber, the song is Tottenham Court Road, and it is a banger. Yeah, this is a perfect tempo for like a catchy song. And you're right, the chorus, super catchy. Tom, yeah, hard road. Sick. Also, the bass breaks, sick. Yeah. This is, of the year 2022, this is one of my regrets is not getting to talk this on the pod. It's just something that we never really got to. And when we do those mash pods and we talk the new music, I try to curate the releases we talk about so kind of everyone that's on will like them because I like to put out positivity. So. Yeah, it just Actually, never worked with the Zach. Was, we did, we did get it in on a mash pod. We uh, did. We spoke it. <laughs> I was on that one. I remember yeah. talking about it. Yeah, oh. we spoke it briefly. It was, it was one of those mash pods where we had like seven bands. Oh, we <laughs> so, rolled on Edge Watch. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because Karen's Gibbons hippies <sighs> and that one we talked. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is a gammon? Like, <laughs> I got, a, I got a zoo pass. I never seen one of those. <laughs> you know, hell yeah. Well, right on. Now I don't feel so guilty because I was looking at this. I was like. Did we never talk that? Like, this is so good. But uh, it's just my brain, dude. You know, uh, Chris, you want to speak this or do you want to take your number three? Yeah, I love this too. Um, and shout out to Rob from London for hipping us to this because uh, it's it's super cool. Um, and yeah, check out the episode where we do talk about that. Uh, Zach. <laughs> now I got to get in those archives and this this show needs a better host. Good God. I can barely talk and now I can't remember either. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna deviate from my fight uh, fight song playlist and and go the lover out. Um, and actually, this maybe maybe another song about a, a deceased pet, or it may not be. It, it might be an analogy, but I'm taking uh, this is from another of my favorite demos of 2022, a Swedish band called Feels Like Heaven, and the song is called Runaway Dogs. Um, this is members of Speedway and Blood Sermon, uh, but musically it's a lot more, um, a lot more melodic. Like it's very melodic. There's certainly some, some late, late, late turning point, and then maybe some late bold in there. Some of it reminds me a lot of Stay Gold, actually. Um, and yeah, like the the lyrics. I can't tell if this song is literally about losing a dog or if it's a metaphor about you know, losing a dog, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I love this demo. Like, uh, when it came out, I was listening to nonstop for like a month. Um, but I still listen to it very regularly. Um, I like it a lot. If you haven't heard it, go check it out. Cause it's, it's very cool. Yeah. I never even heard of this. I can't wait to hear it. And everyone, if you're like me, you can get it on the playlist, 185 miles south.com. Click that playlist link at the top of the page. And you can listen to the music that we are talking about. Um, that rules, Chris. I, I le- legitimately can't wait to hear this. And uh, I will listen to it tonight. Okay, my song number three. This might be my favorite LP of the year. Again, maybe neck and neck with a sweat. And it was a Ben find. I don't know how he found it. He's a psychopath and just peruses <laughs> around on Spotify all day. <laughs> looking for a uh, single coil bands as he calls it. Um, but yeah, the band is split system. The song I'm taking is run on this LP 
is best consumed like the whole LP, just like the sweat. It is so good. Um, but this song's a rager, and I think it'll be best on the playlist. It's kind of like the compromise song. Like the the first song is a rager, but it doesn't have like what makes the band so special. Um, and this one's kind of a, a mashup of the raging plus like that beautiful guitar shit. You know, it's got that perfect little like guitar hook. Ding 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 ding. And then I love that it goes twice, and then it just comes in on the drums, like no fill, no nothing. We're just in on like that up tempo, mid tempo, perfect beat. And then the singing comes in, and this dude's voice is just like, I don't know, it's so nice sounding, but like there's still like that that punk edge to it. Like these dudes aren't. Like, it doesn't sound like they're trying to be famous and write, like, nice-sounding music. Like, it sounds like they're a punk band that is fucking around and just writing really great songs. Timeless music. And, uh, yeah, we talked it on the pod. It is, I don't know, somewhere between radio. 193. Song 193? What? Yeah, this is, I just looked. This is the one, the Mount Rushmore of what killed 90s Pazucor. (laughs) 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 which is maybe the funniest episode that i i know that segment was hilarious it was too real dude it was too real (laughs) which song did you choose that uh run on okay the one goes this whole record again it's just a whole fucking vibe i love it so much they land somewhere between Radio Birdman, and I think uh, that band, The Kids, the Belgian band, both of which I love. But here's something modern, and I was able to track down the vinyl. So shout out to the people that reached out after I had reached out to you on the podcast. Had a handful of people reach out and say, I can get it for you. And uh, that shipping from Australia is crazy. But I was able to find it from some dude, had a few of them in Portland. So I got it on Discogs, and I am stoked because... I had this on constant rotation in the uh, the homework to that episode and then like after that episode and then it came in the mail and like I haven't listened to it on Spotify since, but it's like I haven't pulled it off the turntable. So I love this record. Check it out. Split System. The song I'm taking is Run On. It is uh, so good. Like uh, the LP is so good and uh, great, great track choice. <clears throat> Dan, get on that liquid death and let's uh, send it to <laughs> Steph for her number four. Oh, shit. And we're back. Um, That's right. That's right. Okay. I did another last minute panic switch, and my list is like incomprehensible now. There's like arrows pointing every which way. There's like, I'm going to send you guys a picture of this, and y'all are going to be like, how does she even read what's going on? I hope it looks like that Charlie from It's Always Sunny meme. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Pepe Sylvia? (laughs) <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. I ran out of all of my red yarn. I'll make sure to be prepared for the next one. Okay. <laughs> so, for my next pick, um, if I am reading this correctly based on my scribbling, and if I didn't, well, that's just the way it is for me. Um, I chose um, uh, the track Hate It Here by Video Prick that came out on the. Um, oh, shoot. Why am I panicking on the name of it? Their split release they did earlier this year um, off of Impulse Records. Thank you, Rob Reed. Um, I, I love, absolutely love Rob Reed. 
Um, so this was actually kind of a tough one for me because I really like the split. Um, and generally anything that comes out of Convulse, I'm always like, is always on like my pulse of music that I really like and resonate with. Um, but anyways, uh, I think Video Prick is just like such a criminally underrated band. Um, and they're one of those bands where, um, you know, like the, the music that they record and write is like, it's so good. And like, I actually love the like super like high, like feedback, very like noisy, um, and like gritty tracks. And it's like, it is just like, like so punk. (laughs) Um, and, uh, you know, hate it here is I, for that was the track that really stuck to me. I can't really even pinpoint why it stuck to me. Um, but something that's really cool is like how it, like how I hear it in the, um, like on the recordings and then like getting that, getting to see them play it. Um, cause we've been lucky enough to play with the video prick crew a couple times. Um, it like somehow gets just even better. Like, it's already such a good track. It already is just, like, lyrically, like, it's, a, it's like, not too crazy either, right? Like, the chorus is just, like, I hate it, I hate it here, I hate it here. Um, which, respect, I feel that in a lot of instances. Um, but then there's something about seeing them play it live, and it's just, like, it's even, like, more noisy and more feedbacky and, like, more crackly, but it sounds so fucking good. And... They just like from the moment they start the set to the moment they end the set, they're just like straight up an unstoppable force. Like they're the kind of band that like you can't look away from when you like see them play. Um, and uh, yeah, like I, you know, this release came out on, like I said, like on Convulse. And, um, you know, I was really excited to get to see people sharing it because I'm like, more than anything in this world, I'm like, the world would be a better place if everyone listened to Video Prick. Because I don't know a single person who has ever left a show with Video Prick and has been like, oh, yeah, that was cool. Like, most of the time, they're, like, scooping their jaw off the floor because they can't believe what they just saw. Um, but, yeah, that's my that's my pick for, uh, for this track or for this number. Oh, yeah. This is the track because... It's wild the way it starts. It starts with like just a couple bars of like that straight caveman beat. Mm-hmm. And then it just goes fast out of nowhere. It's total infest vibes off the rip. Um, although the rest of the track does not give the infest vibes, but like that beginning is just like that. It's oh it's a wild track. Great pick. Uh Chris or Dan, you want to speak on this, or do we go to Dan for number four? Yeah, this rules. It's uh the, the like Steph said, both sides of the split are awesome. And uh video prick is insane live chad is an absolute maniac and he does things that just make my body hurt watching him because <laughs> he just abuses his body like <laughs> he gave himself a concussion at the last show because <laughs> he was just saw, going so nuts it was awesome I, but also i'm so sorry was, i think it was that show i saw a picture of where he had his shirt pulled over his head but then the mic cord wrapped around his neck Yes. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. I I literally witnessed it happen. And I could see that like he was kind of rubbing his head and stuff. And I was like, oh, wow, like what a great performer. Like he's really leaning into like this whatever vibe he's trying to put out. Like, ouchie, he hurt his head. And then afterwards, I heard him talking and he's like, yeah, I think I went a little too far. I definitely have hurt. My head hurts quite a bit right now. I think I might have done something. And then I was like, oh, I thought 
that was just like part of like the vibe and the presence like I admire your commitment to like how like how much you're willing to throw yourself literally into it but also uh, ouchie <laughs> you might need to check if uh mike cheese has a cloak of inv- invisibility because the old pulling the shirt over the head hockey style and wrapping the mic cord around the throats those are both cheese signature moves so <laughs> it looks cool when you see pictures of that you're like whoa that's pretty that's pretty badass i'm not gonna lie yeah i feel like you have to be a certain type of front man or front person to pull that off though <laughs> and I, oh. both of these people are of that uh, that caliber. Oh no, I'm saying cheese does that to other people. <laughs> oh, he does. Oh my god, what? <laughs> That's awesome. Talking the whole the old hockey fight special. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, Dan, number four. Okay, I've got to take them now. Um, when we did the. See, what we might need to, what I might need to do is go back into the archives and hear how Zach breaks down the difference between a breakdown and a mosh part. Because we, you know, we had a best mosh part of the year on the 185 awards. And I was part horrified that this band had not made it into contention. And especially for this song, Last Ones Left by the Flex. Now, this might, Zach might just sun me and say, no, this is a breakdown, not a mosh part. But to me, it's the fucking mosh part of the year. It's a ripping, like, song right out the gate, just brutal, like, early Neanderthal hardcore, just amazing as you are, you know, as you expect the flex to be. But then when it gets to the break and it goes to the hi-hat and it starts getting weird and bouncy but the hi-hat is so like almost like teasing you it's so good and then it just kicks in and it is like you want a kool-aid man through an entire block of like apartments and flats and just just smash everything in sight um i could have chose tons of stuff off this flex lp I really, really love love it, but Last One's Left, this song, like, everyone who is listening now, you know, go to the playlist, like, you're going to love all the songs we're talking about, but go listen for the, the break on this with the, the way the hi-hat leads it in. It's just so sick. It is, it's unique and really cool and also just the epitome of what hardcore is at the same time. It's just fantastic yeah this is a great song it's buried on the record it's like it's at the end of the record but i know what you're talking about it cuts out and it's like on it's just like the drums going on the hi-hat it's a breakdown beat with uh like one guitar and then it kicks back in yeah um but yeah, yeah it's like the third, third to last song on the lp yeah it's wild that they like tuck this one last because like uh it's, it's like first track worthy um, oh yeah absolutely this LP rips, this song rips. Um, and again, like it's one of those ones we talked about on the pod this year. It's one of the best LPs of the year. And it gets that compliment. Like it's a for for music that is so brutal and like, you know, for normal people in society that don't listen to punk and hardcore, like this would be a, a very hard listen for them because it's hard music, right? But like for us that like our ear enjoys this stuff, like this is a really 
easy listen to get through. Like the 10 songs just fly. They pack in a bunch of creativity. So all the songs don't sound so samey and it just rages. This is a great LP. Great. Congrats to the flex for just having their 10 year anniversary show. They've been a band for 10 years. That's impressive. And um, I saw him when I was back in England in October and it was a Halloween show and the singer was dressed as the bear Jew from uh, Inglorious Bastards. And it was so sick. <laughs> he had like the medals on, he had the bat. It was very intimidating and awesome. And they fucking brought it. That rules. Shout out to bands that stay together. Don't be a quitter. Don't break up. All right. <laughs> Let's go to Chris for round number four. Um, all right. Now that we took a break in in this fight fight song music soundtrack to uh, play a little love song, uh, I'm going to come back to the fight music. I'm going to take a track off Rob Brigade's LP. I'm going to go Death. Yeah. Uh, straight, lace, straight lace up the boots, shave my head. Like, there's a whole lot of street anthems on this on on my playlist and uh this this fits in perfectly with that like this song certainly is is Rob Brigade at, at the core but it has like a, a a real early blitz vibe that creeps into the song and and I just love it I love the chorus like the um where it's like wave for wave for wave you might be already dead it's so sick I love this band I love this song yeah anyone else yeah, this is, again, I, I don't mean to keep saying the same thing over again, but this is a really easy LP to get through. And they do this on a few tracks because they're a straight hardcore punk band, right? Like, they do it so well. And normally, if you think about a band, like, tucking in melody on that stuff, I would be like, nah, don't want to hear it. But they do it in such a good way. Um, it doesn't, like, lean into being street punk or anything like that, but... They, there is a little bit of like that sensibility, the singy sensibility. Um, but I like that it doesn't lean all the way there. But yeah, it's tucked in, and this song especially. This is great. This is a great LP. Again, one of the best LPs of the year. Definitely top 20 LP uh, for hardcore of the year, I think. Absolutely love this. And um, the the second part of the song, Aggressive City, on this LP, where it goes absolutely full-blown blitz, yeah, it's so sick. Um, I love this LP, and they came and played the bay, and they ruled. Um, so Raw Brigade rules. That that part you're talking about, Dan, that is like, God, I kind of it's strange because they put out this LP, and I was like, God, this is a great LP for them, right? And like a lot of times with hardcore bands, it's like you get one, you know what I mean, like that's going to be the best. And then you just hope that the next ones kind of hold up to that, or they go to and do good EPs. But like, there are little hints, like, like you said, that second set, the second half of aggressive city, the parts that Chris is talking about on this, this song, I really think the next LP might be the one like, yeah, they have to lean into that a little bit more. Yes. If they lean into that, like they could put out an all time classic and I hope it goes that way. You know, but I mean, obviously they got to do what's true to them so they can do whatever they want. But yeah, I'm hoping that they lean that way. Um, and I think they, they could have an all timer. Who knows? Um, let's see here. Michael, Steph? 
Oh, absolutely love them. I'm also, I'm also like having um. Sorry, I, I realized I was like being quiet or I didn't jump in, and it's because I was once again silently kicking myself <laughs> and for just being like, "How could you have fucking missed this record on your LP? Like, how <laughs> ignorant could you possibly fucking be?" Um, yeah, I'd actually never really listened to Robert Grade much um prior to this LP. Uh, and it was one of those things where I'm walking to the grocery store, comes out, and I was in passing like, oh, the song's called like Latinos. Like, what could this be all about? And then I remember I had to like sit down on a park bench to be like, I need to listen to this whole thing. I can't go grocery shopping like this right now. Like, I have to stop what I'm doing to continue the rest of this LP. Um, yeah, absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. And then made me go back to listen to their other works. And uh, yeah, awesome band. Like, I'm so hyped that. This is a band that like I get to know about now, and I'm hyped on this episode because now it just reminded me to put that track, to put that record back on. Oh yeah, okay. My number four, I am going to take. Well, Dan hinted towards him, but I'm going to take the Ge- the Gehenna song, "No War, No Peace." Um, yes. This LP is awesome, although. We felt kind of bad about it, right, Dan? Because we we were talking about it, and I was like, "Fuck, dude!" Side B is like the illest, right? Because we sometimes we do the side A, side B segments on this podcast. What side of the record do you like more? And then, uh, you know, we found out that like the the side B songs were like older songs, like maybe from six years ago or something. And the A side are the new ones. And side A is no slouch. In fact, a lot of people might like it more because they're like straight up ass beater tracks, but Side B, there's some like magic on there, and this is one of them. This song is like wild. It comes in with like a fade in, which is great, right? Very Cro-Magsy, and it's that like slow, fast tempo or like a D beat tempo. It doesn't sound like Discharge at all, but like the in, the breakdown on this thing is the wildest. And we talked this LP on the pod, but like. I don't know what the fuck is going on on this breakdown. It sounds all like out of time and stuff. And like I said, it just, it, it feels like I drank too much whiskey and I'm in a giant push pit, you know, but like, that's just, (laughs) it's like, what? And, and really like, that's just what you want music to do. Right. Is you want it to make it feel something. And I listen to this like kind of all the time. Like I, I go on walks a lot and, this is like on all my playlists and every time that that part comes up, I'm still just like, what the fuck is happening here? And the guitarist wrote me um, and said it was on purpose. So good God, man, a mad genius, but like still it just sounds so fucked up that I I can't believe that anyone tried to do this. Um, But yeah, it's so ill. And I I love this LP. I listen to it a lot and this song, especially. Um, So I want it on the playlist. Gehenna, no war, no peace. Dan, what's your take? I, I love it. This is a highlight of the LP, which the LP is amazing all the way through. Um, the misanthropy that you get from listening to you know, Gehenna is something that you need to check in with once in a while in life. You need to know that um, hatred for for lots of stuff in the world is a force to be reckoned with, you know, it's not all love all the time. Um, I fucking love it. The, the song is great. And yeah, we talked this, if you want to dip in the archives and 
get your head around that Gehenna, but you know, you're going to love this on the playlist because it's going to definitely stake its claim to blast people with um, throughout this. Yeah, if I had one criticism of this LP, it would be I wish it was just mastered a little louder. I know that they're going for like that lo-fi, but it's just not what I love. Um, So yeah, I mean, like when it comes on the playlist, I got to turn it up a little bit. And then I get blasted by the next song. Every single time, I never learn because I'm an idiot. Okay, Steph, let's go to you for round number five. All right, all right. Um, I double-checked my list. It turns out I'm still on track, so here's hoping that I can make it through this whole chicken scratch and not fuck up the ordering of my list. Um, I actually did another last-minute change. Um, for a song and a band that I was pleasantly surprised with, um, given that I knew that I had really liked them, but I know that they had been kind of, um, quiet for a little bit. I knew they had been working on stuff. Um, and, uh, they had been doing some slow, they'd been doing like releasings of singles, but sometimes I do the thing where I am just like, I'm not going to listen to the singles, not because I don't think this is going to be awesome or that, I don't like this band, but I actually just want to be able to like sit down and just like take in the whole thing. Like it's all like, I don't want to eat too many chips before I have dinner, so to speak. So Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily hardcore, but it is hardcore adjacent um, is the opening track off of uh, soul blinds, new LP, um, the track seventh hell. Um, So there's two reasons why I really like this track. One, I think it's just like, an awesome introduction to this whole LP that I know that they've worked really hard on. Um, and it's like, you know, it's, I feel like such a silly, like a dumbass whenever I'm trying to describe music. Um, but I can only describe like how it makes me feel, but like it goes through these motions and like those, the, like the heavy, like underlying riffs that just like, I don't know. It feels like a current that it's like just pulling me along. Um, and it does a great job of just like, uh, I to me like it just really sets the tone for like how fucking awesome the whole record's gonna be, and I'm so glad that they chose this as their opening track. It's like it's really groovy, um, so to speak, um, but still also manages to be like quite like heavy in a, in its own way, heavy but still obviously like melodic, heavy but like not. I guess like a doubter or it doesn't drag or anything, and it's pretty like the pacing on it's really good too. I just, the whole thing's awesome. But there's a second reason why I really love this song. And it's so fucking stupid what I am about to say. Um, so I don't know if y'all are familiar with the um, early um, Flash animation series Homestar Runner. Do y'all know? Do y'all remember those? Like Strong Bad emails and stuff? No. Okay. No. So this was basically like in the early parts of like the internet before like you like just as YouTube was like taking off and stuff. I swear to God, there's it's this is relevant. This was like a web series. It was the first web series to like exist. It was a bunch of silly cartoons and a bunch of silly like characters doing these like little mini episodes. Anyways, there's a series called Strong Bad Emails and Strong Bad's just this like super dumb, obnoxious, like, um, character who uh every week somebody would write in to talk to him to asking about certain questions and this is one episode that's called um writing a metal song 
and the the episode goes, how do you write a Trogdor? How do you write a metal song? Or okay, I just I uh, bleh, from the top. It's strong, but how do you write a metal song? And so he goes through like the cliches that are in a metal song, and uh, his character kind of talks like this when he does his emails. Um, and he at the end of the episode writes this whole song about this character named Trogdor. And the whole the song is literally called Trogdor the Burninator. It's like an early internet meme before memes were like really starting to pick off. And <laughs> I haven't seen I haven't heard that song since maybe for like I minimum 10 years. Haven't thought about it, haven't heard it. It has been nowhere on my radar. And there is a breakdown at the very tail end of the song that unintentionally i don't believe i obviously don't believe this was their intention um but it to me uh, i did a playback it is basically 95 percent the truck door riff um i can't really like i don't know like how to say it out loud but i heard i'm listening to the song i'm vibing out the breakdown happens and i'm immediately taken back to that stupid <laughs> web comic and i was like maybe i'm making this up so i started looking like a crazy person holding my boyfriend's phone and holding my phone my phone having the trogdor song his phone having the uh the soul blind track and i'm just going back and forth playing that riff over and over again realizing that unintentionally it's the same riff and that just makes me love it even more even though i know it wasn't intentional even though like uh, I even saying this, like, I hope that that doesn't come off as like a disparaging or rude to the soul blind cats. Cause it's an awesome song, but for whatever reason, that's the part that I noticed the most. And it is what had sold me on the record even more. That rules. Dan, you missed your uh, opportunity to, to correct Trogdor on what's the first thing you do before, uh, or when you're writing a metal song that's crack into a cold can of liquid death. <laughs> but uh well, yeah that's cool i mean look it, it's like sometimes when you eat food or you drink a beverage like it reminds you of like a time and place right and that like makes it more special than just the meal um music's the same thing right if it reminds you of something and it, it's a feeling then the the art did its job right like this is all meant to make us feel things and i don't think that we should uh undercut what it makes us feel i don't think that's ridiculous at all i think it's i think it's totally rad i just sent uh in the chat in the, the little chat that we have here i just sent the link i think you might want to hold on to that statement because i feel like once you watch it and you see truly how fucking stupid this video <laughs> is and this cartoon is you might not be thinking that <laughs> well as one of the five fans of andy milanakis i might actually like it Oh, okay, there you're, you a, go. you're a old school e bombs worlder. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was my childhood <laughs> to my dismay. Oh, yeah. well, All right, Dan, let's go to you for number five. Just so I I listened to that Soul Blind song, and it it sounds like it could have been in 1993, like a band playing with quicksand and helmet. Like it's really good. Uh, but it does have like this weird like new metal part like just for a brief moment and then it grooves like quicksand it's 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 pretty damn good um okay we're round five right now and guess what bands are still out there end it mind force terror 
etc 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 gridiron um you know all this is where dan picks eight bands (laughs) (laughs) no i am going and this is this is kind of funny because it's um i think it's like the preview for what's to come in 2023 but the song is so good that it must be selected for 2022 i'm going with fight back by restraining order this song is so fucking good i i i'm it showed up on my spotify wrapped just by itself like because i listened to this song like a hundred times when i walk reggie through the woods like i had this song on like repeat for a few days because i loved it so much it sounds like like it's like negative approach without the ferocity even though it's a hard song but it it's leaning into it's like the negative approach style of what a song would be without it being that run through like a slap shot filter and it's just the best like stomping hardcore punk song with the best like you know lyrics that represent gotta fight back like it's just so good like i can't even i i'm so excited for what is to come from this band obviously i think in 2020 we had them as like one of the best lps if not the best lp um and you know we love them so this song is like the you know how lately bands put one song up and then you know the lp will come later or maybe they put two songs up or three or seven, you know, and then the LP comes up and you're like, well, I like those two tracks I haven't heard yet, but this is just one song so far. And it is incredible. It's a uh, fight back by restraining order. I, I don't know if any of you lot have like checked this song out in particular. Um, but yeah, you've got to, if you haven't. Yeah, of course. Cause the LP is one of the greatest things of the year 2019. And then last year, they just put out a little teaser. They put out a couple songs on that Warfare split. And then this year, they give us one song. It's like, what the fuck, man? Can I get a, can I get a little more? Yeah. Uh, this band is spectacular. And yeah, this song is great. Um, an interesting one to put out like as a single song because, yes, yeah, it's a mid-tempo banger. I think that, Dan, you do a great job of saying it's like a, a negative approach, slap shot, mashup. I think that's a good, good take. It's a... It's a good one, but man, after doing an LP that good and that artwork on the cover, like just everything about it is, is near perfect for hardcore. It's like, it's been so hard just getting like these, these parts, these paltry little samples, you know, since then it's like, can I have some more porridge, please? <laughs> you know? Can I have some more? Can I have some more? Restraining order porridge, please. Um, so it's kind of cruel. I don't want to acknowledge this because it's like, why do you just give us one? I know you got the LP recorded. Can we at least get two, motherfucker? The hell, <laughs> you know, pretty fucked up. But uh, great, great track. Love it, Chris. Did you dive into this at all? Yeah, it's banger, and certainly uh, it feels like Dan's dipping into the the, the violent uh, side of the playlist spectrum <laughs> with this one. He's <laughs> swooping on those Chris fight tracks. Steph, do you want to speak on this, or should I shoot it to Chris for his number five? I feel like I gotta. I remember listening to this track. One to start, restraining order, absolutely straight up unbelievable. Fully agree and echo what everybody just said here. Um, I actually got to see 
them play um oh my gosh i can't remember who the rest of the tour was um they played at that venue that i had told you all about earlier that is like super awkward really weird it does a great job of completely disconnecting you from the crowd which is just such a miserable experience um and it was, the, uh, it was with citizen and military gun thank you yes that's what it was um and the the front person just did such a bang out job of just like i think like one of the most charismatic front people i'd ever seen i'm like you are playing like straight up most musicians like nightmare stage in just that like you can't really connect with the audience you're like so far above them it's like super weirdly spaced out maybe it's just me i'm a hater but like was just all smiles the whole time just having such a blast was doing such a good job of just like having the most amount of fun with everybody everybody was having such a good time here too I think that was their first Vancouver show. Maybe it wasn't. Uh, so don't hold me to that. Um, and I do remember hearing that track there. And I was like, wow, this band is just incredible. Anyways, all of that to say, yeah, that song absolutely fucks. I'm going to listen to that. And uh, probably tonight. That's sick. Yeah. You know, speaking of Vancouver and awkward stages, uh, In Control played some bar in Vancouver once and the stage was so high. That's the were- bar I was talking about. Okay. The, yeah. The same bar. I think it's Astoria or the one in Hastings. Yeah. The Astoria. That's really interesting. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I, I, I told Ryan, I was like, dude, if you don't do a David Lee Roth uh, <laughs> jump off the stage, you're a giant <laughs> pussy. And so, of course, <laughs> that's all you have to say to like a 20 year old man, <laughs> you know, in the year 2000, and they're forced Especially to do that 20 year old man. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he did it and, and I think hurt himself. So, people don't give into peer pressure and and that's just a rude thing to do so i went up to that show with (laughs) y'all yeah right on yeah but that ruled i mean it looked sick (laughs) unfortunately no one took a photo because no one was there uh, (laughs) oh no (laughs) what are you gonna do i didn't bring my camera that's right that's right it was fun though that was that was super fun um and some other band covered screeching weasel that night that's all i remember that jump screeching weasel cover um Okay, let's go to Chris for number five. Um, all right, I'm gonna need Dan's help here. Uh, Dan, how do you say in French the song "Caged Lion" by the band Prisoner of Time? Oh, see, uh, this this is what I was alluding to uh, um, earlier when I was saying like there might be something that just came out that makes the list <laughs> and you know chris got there first uh leon on cage and how do you say the prisoner du temps okay Which prisoner of time that? prisoner of time is the I, band meaning i did a little ben edge here and did some uh some google translate so prisoner <laughs> of time caged lion this dropped um i won't say how many days uh ago it dropped because uh you know that that's what frustrates Zach. You but, mean you uh, don't want to get Zach mad? <laughs> yeah. But this dropped only super recently and probably within the first day, I listened to it 10 times. And in the first week, I probably listened to it, you know, 30 times or so. Um, so this is a this is the bass player of Syndrome 81's uh like solo not solo project, but like I think he he wrote and recorded everything. Um, and, and I believe he's also like the studio studio engineer who does all the syndrome in 81 stuff. So it, it certainly has, um, like the guitar tone will be very familiar if, if you've 
Herd Syndrome 81. <clears throat> and stylistically, it's it's not too far, but it's like if you took that camera silence and that blitz and you just drowned it in like Joy Division and maybe like a touch of tragedy, um, it's so damn gloomy. And it's it's still like you know skinhead music but it's so damn gloomy and moody and the artwork the colors on the cover like set the perfect vibe for it um there's some melodies on it that are just so dark and dingy and like like i said it it comes very close to tragedy territory but like it doesn't hit that d beat it doesn't you know it doesn't rip the sleeves off of a of a dirty uniform choice shirt instead it like (laughs) It, like I don't know, like zips up a Merc jacket and hops on a scooter or something. But uh, I love this. It's so sick. It's very, very moody. And uh, if you like Syndrome 81, you'll probably like it. It's, it's very similar. And I think his voice sounds kind of familiar. I think he does like some of the backup parts on Syndrome 81 too. So um, yeah, this is, this is great. Uh, I've been listening to it nonstop. I love it. Yeah, I've been listening to it nonstop. Also, I absolutely love it. It was, it. I'm glad you've taken it because it 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 frees up space because we're getting really down to it. But um, La Rose Blanche is my favorite jammer on this thing, and I was going to take something by a band called Oi Boys, but Discogs just told me it's 2021, so I didn't want to get the, eh, you know. I didn't want Ben in the comments going, actually, that's 2021. <laughs> um, but Oi Boys is even more Joy Division than this, uh, even more post-punk, but it's French Oi too. I think I'm just moving to France because <laughs> these bands are <laughs> like everything I want like to be involved with. You know, um, All of this Froy, that's French Oi, <laughs> is just <laughs> incredible. Like I, I, I'm... Oh, it's incredible. Um, I really love it. And I love this demo and everyone dive in and get your fill because it, it, or it's not a demo. It's an LP. Yeah. Uh, It's incredible. You can buy it from their band camp. Like it just dropped. Dude, that, that Oi Boys would have been a kind of egregious pick, Dan, because that's, it sounds like, uh, they've got a drum machine. (laughs) Yeah, this is not, yeah, I know. That's what I was going to say is like, this is not a knock because I love the seven inch, but it sounds like Syndrome eighty one mashed up with the Ray and Porcel seven inch. You know? <laughs> no, it, it sounds like when Joy Division. It sounds like Syndrome eighty one mashed up with like Isolation by Joy Division. Like, yeah, um, but yes, you know, shout out to the the drummer in Ray and Porcel as well. Yeah, it sounds like that. Um, okay, let's see here. This is rough because there aren't many songs to take. Um, fuck. I'm going to take Mind Force, Survival is Vengeance. This is so amazing when a hardcore band puts out two great LPs. They did it. And my favorite Mind Force stuff, I think, is that that EP in between the two LPs. But still, like, much anticipation for this one. They delivered. I love the thing all the way through. This is the first full track after that, the kind of intro track. And it rules. This is a very hard album to pick a song off of because all the songs bring the heat. 
But uh, when I've been narrowing down my playlist, you know, and it's like a bunch of nines and it's like, well, you're not making the best uh, seven songs of the year putting out a, a nine out of 10 song. This is a 10 out of 10. And so it is on the list. I've listened to it a million times. And uh, yeah, how to get Mind Force on there. Mind Force Survival is Vengeance is my pick. That That's the song I would have taken too. Hell yeah. Chris or Steph, you want to jump in on this? Yeah, great record. Again, another one that uh, is phenomenal start to finish, and it's hard to kind of pick a favorite, but yeah, it rips like every Mind Force output does. Hell yeah. Okay, Steph, let's go to you for number six. All right. Um, so I just realized um, as we were going through our list that uh, I had a moment. Thankfully, and I'm so glad that I caught this before the podcast is over um, about a track that I did love. And for whatever reason, once again, my dumbass forgot all about it. So I'm very psyched that I my two brain cells pulled it off this time and I was able to uh, bring in a track that I remember being just so unbelievably psyched on. Um, And that is the track hair from regulate i don't think anyone's taken regulate yet have they correct yes that's what's up okay so that the regulate lp is so sick and it i was so pleasantly surprised when i saw this track in there um so it's the fourth track off of their lp um and funny enough when it became available to um you know it came available on streaming services it's actually the first song that like i kind of zeroed in on and i was like i'm really curious to see what this is about and i was really taken aback by like the more kind of like um like pop sort of like tail end of this like it was definitely more like rock um influence instead of like how like fast and aggressive the rest of the hardcore uh like uh, how fast and aggressive the rest of the record is like it wasn't it fully took me off uh my like expectations with that like really cool like bass intro and then the singing which it the the singer has like a beautiful voice i was so thrown back by um and the whole song is just like it's super fun it's super um like really just like groovy and it like is the kind of song that like has me like kind of moving in my seat quite a bit um but the one of the big reasons uh and i think like i kind of clued in on it when i saw the t- the name and i went to go look up what the song was about especially what i was hearing um i really love it because i love that this is the singer talking about like self-acceptance and like being their true selves that goes against the grain of like the eurocentric features that you know i th- I can imagine that they had probably experienced. Um, funny enough, I feel like I remember talking to him because we were friends on Instagram, talking to him a bit about um, specifically like instances uh, when it comes to like our hair. Because uh, for myself, like as a you know like as a brown person, um, I used to flat iron. Like I have big, super curly hair, um, and it wasn't until later on in my adult life that I started to wear my hair naturally. Um, because there was always this kind of like super weird racist hostility that I would face 
having my natural hair. So I used to flat iron my hair for as long as I could handle a flat iron. Like people thought I had straight hair. Um, and it wasn't until, you know, I was kind of over being like having this like self-loathing of what I am based on these expectations put on me. Um, and it's a thing that I don't really get to talk to a lot of people about. Um, obviously like other, like people like in the scene who have like similar experiences. And I know that there are people who have even like, you know, like my experience is mine, but like, I know others like are even more discriminated against and like more, like there's so much like harsher, like prejudices and expectations that they face. Um, so when I saw initially that track on the song, I was like, I fucking hope I think this is what I think it's about. And sure enough, it is. And like, it's so cool that like for a song about self-acceptance and like, you know, pushing back and pushing back on like what was basically thrust upon you on like essentially being told that like your fit, like your physical existence cannot be beautiful for they don't fall under uh, they don't line up with like the flat hair, the light complexion, the blue eyes, like all this bullshit that every it's like impossible standard that no one can reach, but especially, you know, like non-white people. Um, I love that it's in a hardcore LP. I love that they chose kind of a more poppy rock approach to it. Um, I love the singing in it, like the vocals, the gang vocals are so catchy, the like really lovely singing. And then it like, he ramps it up. Like it's such a fucking cool song. And I hope that, um, you know, you know, I've like remembered it now. I'm like, I'm going to listen to this again because I remember just being so psyched on it. And I hope that like other people can come back to it because fuck, it's awesome. And I am so glad that I caught it because I would have just been <laughs> even more mad at myself than I already have been today if I'd forgotten this track. Well, I love that you've given like some serious context behind the um lyrical output and the the song because I, this lp did not jive for me at all um I'm, you know i just felt it was like a oh shit let's jump on the turnstile train to an extent and that's just my cynic cynical opinion um and i like that you're giving it a lot more like credence to maybe maybe go back and listen to it again but that was I really didn't like it when I first heard it. So thanks for revving me up to actually, you know, wanting to go back and maybe check it out. Yeah. As a bald yeah, man, I can't relate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would take any hair, but uh, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to go get plugs. Cause I don't hate myself that much. Just go. Chris, were you going to say something or should we send it to Dan for his number six? No, I was just going to add to like what uh, what Dan was saying. Like uh, maybe I didn't have uh, as strong a reaction as he did, apparently. But uh, uh, this is something that I haven't given my full attention to. I've checked it out a couple of times, and there's, I mean, you'll see from our list. There's so much good stuff popping up all the time, and and sometimes you know you need to come back to stuff. And I and I love Steph's explanation of it and. And it certainly makes me want to go check it out and give it a more proper listen. So that's why I really love like these Super Seven playlists. Is like there's always something that I you know either I haven't heard at all or is like I checked that out, but I didn't check it out as much as I should have. I'm gonna go back to that. So hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, Dan, number six. All right, we're really getting down to it, aren't we? So I've got like. 
70 songs, to, well, not, like 65 now, down to get on this. I mean, oh, I'm glad that Zach took the Mind Force because then that gets off of here. All right, which European banger am I going with? Am I going to go with Paradise by Speedway or Ignition by Spark? Um. Oh God, love them both, but because I, I I think I've got my seventh pick dialed in as well. So I'm going with Paradise by Speedway. Um, Chris has taken um one of their side. Well, I want side project is a bad is a bad uh thing, right? You know, so I'm not saying side project. One of their other bands. But this, um, when this came, was this spring when this came out, I think? Chris? I don't remember exactly, but I remember it came out like the same week as the Rob Brigade record. Like they both came out and it was just like back and forth, back and forth between both of them. And there was something else that came out. Oh, and like the Ingrown record came out like the week before it too. It was yeah, early it was in like, the year for sure. It also, was like so June much June. heat. Yeah, it's June. Okay. Now, Balance, Hands of Time, or Paradise off of this EP could easily have been chosen. Um, but Paradise just is just that little bit more epic. Um, you know, <laughs> we've discussed this many times on the pod where Zach, and rightfully so, says anything that is melodic, urgent, and, you know, hardcore but not, you know, extremely hard, gets compared to Turning Point. But I think this does have some validity with uh, being pushed in that direction, but while still being something entirely of its own. It's um, it's something that just is... gets you in the feels, but also makes you want to strive for something more. I don't know. This, this music is the right kind of hardcore to just um, uplift you while still making your floor punch. Um, absolutely. Yeah, Dan, Dan, you giggle, but it's like, it sounds like you're inspired by it. And like, that's, that's like an amazing compliment. Oh no, I absolutely wow. am inspired by it. I, you know, I, I, what? Sorry. My cat bit me. Oh, <laughs> I, th- I thought you were mad that I was inspired by it, even though you were coaching me up. I'm going to go give him a treat so he doesn't do it again. Jesus <laughs> Christ, well, dude. Um, I, you know, I'm so happy that this band has landed on Rev because it is something that can follow on from lots of those bands that have inspired me on Revelation Records over time. Um, I think this is incredible, and I think there's lots of people who may not have checked this out yet that are listening and I think they're going to really, really love this. Thoughts? Hello? Oh, sorry. Hello. I just got back from uh, giving the cat trees. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on, on Speedway? Uh, anyone? Oh, yeah. Chris, you should jump in because you, you loved it the most. I, I think it's a, a great record and I think it kind of got slept on for the year. We talked about this on the end of the year the 2022 awards i feel like this got overlooked for how good it is and it's wild too because it's on rev yeah um 
So there's no excuse to have it be overlooked. Maybe just because speed was like one of the bands of the year. And so like the name recognition gets a little confusing. I don't know. Could be. I don't know. But Chris, yeah, go I, in on this band because you loved it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, you know, it's certainly like in the pocket of like the style of hardcore that I love the most and they do it so well. Um, I do want to, uh, I, I do want to clear up one error, uh, that I misspoke. I said that this came out the same week, week as Ingrown and that was actually the year before. I don't remember. There was something else that came out the week before, but I don't remember what it was, but this did come out the same day as the Rob Brigade record. That was correct. And it's June 10th, according to Spotify. If you believe that bullshit, <laughs> do you know? Oh well, yeah. I sh- shamefully, I don't. I m- I fully missed this. Your site, w- your site. You're gonna love it. I'm I'm it's psyched cool. to check it out. I was looking it up when you were talking about it. Um, yeah, is I am one of those people that this totally didn't come across my radar, and I'm really excited to give this a listen. Hell yeah. Okay, Chris, let's go to you. Number six. All right. I'm going to go back down under. I'm going to take a song. (laughs) I'm going to take a song from the band Outright uh, from Melbourne. Uh, And the song I'm going to choose is The Hammer. Uh, This is an absolute 100% ripper of a thrash song. Uh, but the lyrics are what I, I really want to talk about. Like the musically it's phenomenal. Like it, it shreds. Like there's a lot of, even though this isn't historically a band that sounds like mind snare, there's a lot of mind snare influence in this song. I think like it's, it's that thrashy. Um, but the lyrics are amazing. It's a song about abusers who, who co-opt and this happens all the time. Abusers who co-opt the concept of a witch hunt when they get called out, you know, they, they try to turn the tables and claim that they're under attack when reality is, you know, they're just being held accountable for their, for their actions. And, uh, this song rips, the lyrics are awesome. The band rules, uh, super cool kids. And, uh, yeah, outright the hammer. Yeah. This one grabs you right out the gate, huh? That's a blazing solo to start out with. Yeah, it's gnarly. Yeah, I love it. Sick. Um, well, I wish you'd talk about it a little longer so I could come up with what my number six is. Because <laughs> this is really coming down to the come down. There's so much good stuff out there, right? Um, no one has taken into it yet. And I will start making excuses now. That record's too short. And I love the whole thing and listen to it like in one block. And I don't know. Fuck. Uh, we got the terrors out there. But again, if I'm being true to myself, my tracks of the year, I'm going to take click rack everything, you know, um, I just think that this record is spectacular. We talked it a fair amount on the last podcast, the year end, but I want to talk it here again, because first off this song straight up YOLO out the gate, with that beat and then going into like the more metal moshy style. But just when, when bands write really good lyrics, I think they need to be put on a pedestal and this band lyrically and end it. I think that click and end it for this year are two bands that just really stepped it up lyrically. And uh, 
but yeah, I mean, this style, like this mosh style of music is not known for being really lyrical. Um, but here they are breaking that barrier, right? Like you can be smart and lyrical and artsy in your lyrics a little bit and metaphorical, um, while still bringing the pain on that dance floor. And I love that juxtaposition. I can't wait to see what this band does next. Cause this EP, I, I love it. It would have gotten our demo of the year, like I said, but it is an EP, not a demo. So that's that. But uh, yeah, click, rack everything you know. Dan, you want to speak on this? Oh my God. Yeah. Amazing. As an addict of consumption, <laughs> if you uh, look at the way I like shoes and clothes um, and records, <laughs> um, I wish I could rack everything I know. <laughs> um, oh, rack everything you need, I think. <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm fucking that up. I would wish I could rack everything I like love, you know, (laughs) instead of spending money on it. But um, I think it's a a fantastic point that you point out the lyrics to this band because, you know, in this genre of of extremely hard mosh, um, things can sometimes be a little basic and a little driven to violence lyrically, whereas this is coming at it in a socio-political way and if there is any violence expressed it is for the need for you know somewhat revolution and i think it's uh fantastic i love the ep i love um what they're doing and yeah can't wait for more and and uh puny d just did some some uh dates with them i believe uh, yeah a couple of weeks ago steph how was that we did play with them. It was awesome. We we absolutely loved the the click gang. Um it's funny, we played San Jose with them when we did our first um we did like that West Coast tour in the summertime with entry. Um and it was funny because the um uh this their singer Holven and I were both wearing the exact same Los Crudo shirt and it just turned into one of those things where we're like, Are we friends now? Are we now besties um and uh we got to play more with them on this past weekend yeah they're fantastic live like first and foremost like the loveliest people i've ever met just like so charismatic so funny and so warm and engaging which is such a contrast to like obviously how they play on stage because they just like absolutely beat ass um and it's like very i say i say ignorant in like the most loving way but they're just like ignorant ass beating like riffs um but it would be really cool to see that in between songs um you know hoven would kind of uh you know whenever he had to do a little bit of talking like it was always so so eloquent and so well spoken and so like thoughtful and i remember just like always being like the contrast of this is absolutely making no sense to me because on one hand like i am watching everyone absolutely obliterate each other right now and then they're saying just like this, like really like in a lot of ways, like beautiful, like small little tidbits and like pieces of things here and there. Um, I also, um, you know, I, I love a lot about, especially with the song. I'm really glad you chose this song. Cause I do like, um, I'm a sucker for like the, the, the meaning, so to speak, or like um, what the lyrical content is about. And, you know, like a lot of what, you know, some of what, he had written which is fair like it's so beautifully written um but like you know i there were similar things that were like top of mind that 
you know, I would think of what I was thinking about with like um, RLP and stuff. Um, not to like insert myself. Like, I hope that's not rude. They also have this really great hoodie that I bought where it's like that really fun, like cursive, chromey font in the front where it's just like click looks super slick and looks super nice. And then the back print of this hoodie is just this gargantuan, huge print of this, like, um, it looks like those, like, um, Aztec uh, codex illustrations of, like, a Ku Klux Klan member having his heart ripped out as he's being sacrificed on the top of the pyramid. And I was like, I've never had to buy anything faster in my whole fucking life. Like, take my money right now. Um yeah fantastic like yeah i'm so excited to get to see more of what they do because they're awesome live they're awesome people in general i literally can't like wait to see them again um yeah i'm so glad you chose this yeah one of the bands i'm the most excited about for sure okay steph let's go to you number seven the heartbreak round oh man i am like it's funny because now that I was starting to think more about other things that I wanted, now I actually have like a little bit of a surplus. And now I'm so conflicted because I'm like, who's it going to be? I feel like we're making a game time decision now. Okay. We're my last choice is the single release uh, that chemical fix just put out uh, erase me. I, so we got to see, we got to do a West Coast run with Chemical Fix pretty recently, um, and it was so just fucking cool getting to see them play every night. Like they're just like such a good band, and just I, I feel like they are a band that some people know about, but I I would also consider them like a severely criminally underrated band, um, just in terms of like the stuff that they write. And, like, how they play live, especially, like, it's fucking crazy how good they are. They're so unbelievably tight. They all have really cool stage presence. Um, They also just, like, this is so, like, potentially shallow or whatever. But, like, they dress so cool. Like, they just have, like, the coolest vibe on stage. Like, it's all black jean jackets, black jeans. Like, it's very punk. And I'm like, fuck, that looks awesome. I know for a fact you guys are miserably warm right now. But, like, you're sticking to it absolutely love it um for the song itself um you know i listened to it when we were driving down uh to our next show with them and i just love it because it really like satisfies like it's a hardcore band but it really satisfies like the punk tip for me like i you know i tend to resonate or like i tend to like really enjoy music like that so you know they have a lot of like punk influence that obviously like comes through um which i really enjoy um I feel like I don't really, he- and perhaps maybe I don't listen. I, I haven't listened to enough music, but um, this they have like um, the gang vocals in it. I feel like I don't really hear gang vocals very often anymore, and I actually really like them. And at the end of the song, where they're saying like, um, you know, erase me, erase me, like a ghost from your past, like those gang vocals, I just they sound so cool, and like they just really like hit in such a great way um and yeah just like what a great song like i love like all the shit that they've released um but this is definitely something that like i wanted to make sure to throw out there because i got to see them play every night for like a week and a bit um and i know we got to hear 
Um, I believe I got to hear the song in it. Oh, no, now I'm self-reporting. Um, but yeah, had to throw that in there. I feel bad because all I there's so many other ones I wanted to mention, but I really do feel like this is something that like I want people to go listen to. Yeah, it's a good pick. I saw them in San Diego with the mighty punitive damage, and they also brought the heat. Um, yeah, we talked their LP last year, and for people that love American Nightmare, you know, like this is a band that'll like it'll scratch that itch. I think. I don't mean to pigeonhole them like that, but American Nightmare was one of the biggest hardcore bands ever. So there are a lot of fans out there. And if you're looking for a current band that like kind of sounds like them and does the style really well, I think they fit right in. And Steph, that was a good call out on the gangs. Cause yeah, I gave this a, a quick listen at the end uh, while I was on mute and the gangs sound great and gang vocals are one of the best things in hardcore. So that is an interesting, uh, thing that you plucked out there that maybe gang vocals are on the down right now. Um, something I didn't really think about. And now I'm going to listen to all the music that I listened to this year and like, look for them. Like, is that a thing that's slipping? I don't know. I feel like Um, it's not a thing that's around anymore. I feel like I've heard other people point this out to me and it wasn't until someone else pointed it out to me that I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Where are they? Maybe what I'll do is once the playlist for this episode is made, I'll listen to everything and and I'll do a running total of how many songs have gangs out of all of them. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, Chris, <laughs> do you want to so speak? Far. Yeah, Chris, do you want to speak on this, or should we send it to Dan for his heartbreak pick? Yeah, this band is sick. Um, actually, both of the last two picks that we talked about, I got to see each of them for the first time. Uh, playing with punitive damage uh, up in San Jose and then over in Fresno recently. And, and they were both super impressive. And uh, uh, the individuals that I met from each of the bands were like some of the sweetest humans too. So like, I love that too. And yeah, they're both super powerful live, both uh, awesome recorded. So hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, Dan, break some hearts. Oh my God. I'm breaking my own. I can't believe I'm leaving End It and Terror both on the table because I, I've loved both of those LPs a lot. But I came to this a little bit later because it came out in February, but I only discovered it maybe like two and a bit months ago. And I've listened to it pretty much nonstop. Um, it's a band out of Ohio called Lexan. Um it's a four song demo and it's scratching me right where I itch in that like hardcore punk meets oi world. Um, there's a, the song is called union hoax. It's the third song on the demo, but I love all four songs. Um, this has a part where the chorus goes stay at home. And then it's more tuneful. Like nobody's going to keep Lexan down. And, um, doing a little research, Ben Edge style, I found out that Lexan is a part of Ohio. Um, so they're like named after their town or maybe an adjacent town. I don't know. I don't know too much about this, except for that I've listened to it like a hundred times. <laughs> it's so good. Um, I, I'm not taking, I would have taken Don't Look Back by The Mess 
on on my list as well uh, from the mess chisel split and potentially even the chisel song but they have dissed spotify and i'm i'm keeping it real for the listeners so they can have a really nice full chunky playlist to get into um so this lexan track is was vying for the position against that mess track but because it's on spotify we're going lexan um really dig it i think i think everyone you know you three will like this a lot i'm sure maybe you may be familiar with it i i don't know but yeah the last couple months i've been listening to it like uh non-stop and i'm 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 really psyched to uh maybe introduce a couple people to this if they haven't heard it like i hadn't you know um i think they're gonna really dig it and it's a good song to round out my my seven yeah, everyone check it out on the playlist, 185milesouth.com. Click that playlist link at the top of the page and listen to the songs that we're talking about. Dan, this is a good song. Uh, I I mean, this is maybe my favorite tempo, that up-tempo, mid-tempo. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is great. It's a palatable demo. We missed it. It came out in February. Um, only knock I would have on it is I we, – and we talked this before on – I can't remember which band, but – I hate any sort of vocal distortion. Um, I just want people to sing and be who they are, you know, instead of put distort, put distortion on the vocals. I just don't love it. So that's that. Um, <laughs> Steph or Chris, are you familiar with this at all? I don't think I am. I feel like yeah. I also missed this, which yeah. I'm embarrassed to admit this. Yeah. It missed me too. So no one. I don't even that. think I've heard the name. Yeah. L E X A N. It's sick. Uh, it'll be on the playlist and everyone can check it out. Um, Dan, crucial last pick. Much love. Chris, let's go to you. Number seven, Heartbreak Round. Uh, like <laughs> like Dan, heartbreaking to myself because there's like uh, I half a dozen songs that are on my short list that I have to choose. Um, I'm going to take... Okay, I'm gonna take a song from a band that plays a style of hardcore that I that I don't love. Um, it's a little bit more on the deathcore tip than I personally gravi- gravitate to. Uh, but I saw them recently, and they were so powerful live. And the lyrics to this song are amazing. And lyrics to me are well to everyone on this podcast. We've all talked about it, um, but are some of the most important pieces of of hardcore music and really what makes hardcore uh you know the greatest genre ever created and so yeah i'm gonna take a song from ballista from texas and uh the song is called god's image it is a song about body dysmorphia and and gender dysphoria and it's it's just so powerful uh it's poetic it's um uh, emotional it's it's strong and uh yeah if you have a chance to see this band do not pass it up because they are fantastic live they um there's a video of of a set they played at ldb which is is pretty cool and you can check that out if you haven't seen them live but but yeah this band's from texas and uh yeah again not a style of hardcore that is typically my favorite um but this song is so powerful. I, I got to have it on, on my list. Hell yeah. Dan or Steph, are you aware of this at all? This totally missed me. Once again, no. self-report never heard this. 
but now I'm super, I'm like pulling it up right now. Yeah, I'm not yeah, familiar, you... but I'm reading the lyrics right now, and Chris is right. They're incredible. They really Chris, are. Chris, can you spell it? Yeah, it's B A L L I S T A. And self reporting myself, I had never heard of them until uh, Change went out and played Scoped, Ex- Scoped Exposure Fest and um, up in Calgary. And and this is a Texas band that was also playing the fest. And I saw some people talking about them like before their set, kind of like, you know, that do not miss this band. Like you do not want to miss this band kind of like language was going around on Twitter. I was like, okay, I'm interested. Uh, and yeah, they didn't disappoint. They were awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. If you spell it wrong, you might end up on, uh, the Indonesian singer, Ballista. Um, <laughs> so, but anyway, check out the playlist and shout out to that, that scoped exposure, dude. That's another podcast that's going. And, uh, he seems like a nice fellow. So, Shout out to oh, them. Yeah. And his, I mean, hope hopefully I'm not scooping anyone, but his band Endgame is is sick and had a had a new single this year too. Well, hell yeah. Again, Chris, I wish he spoke longer so I could decide what I want to do here in my round number seven heartbreak. Well, you, there, go ahead, Dan. I, I just uh, want to highlight just for the listeners, like there's a, there's a part of the song like, Chris is just talking about the lyrics and like, I'm just reading it. It's so powerful. My body isn't mine. Purgatory locked inside, locked away inside my rib cage. I can't escape the gaze. I don't recognize the person I see. I'm so sick of this complacency when the act of sight becomes self-harm. Jesus Christ. It's like unbelievably powerful. Hell yeah. Can't wait to check it out. Okay. My round number seven, Good God, man. Again, if I'm going to, when in doubt, be true to yourself, right? And what I've listened to more this year than maybe anything else. Ah, the, those, <laughs> oh God, I listen to so much shit this year. But uh, on the short list for this month with doing the awards and this Super 7, fuck it. I'm going to take an instrumental, I believe, for the first time on the pod. I'm taking a song. Every Man for Themselves by the band Speed. This song rips so hard. Again, no lyrics on it, but if we're talking vibes, we're talking vibes. This song brings the heat. First half of the song, very Metallica 1-ish. And then that second half of the song, you know they're bringing the riff of the year. The uh, 185-2022 riff of the year. I love it. And they hash it up a bunch of bunch of different ways, you know what I mean? It's just that uh, a simple riff, and then running it through like that that grinder of uh, hardcore creativity, serving up all the different ways, and uh, yeah, speed every man for themselves. But there's so much that didn't get on. I will do a quick honorable mention. Uh, if you go to the 2022 award show that is our last podcast, everything they got nominated there are all great records. So that is part of the honorable mentions for my short list of songs. What I had uh powerhouse has been a minute terror painted to power long knife scum sector writing on the wall. I love that LP. So riffy uh, D block mouthpiece end it. The comeback went with that end it song just cause they're breaking that two minute barrier and still bringing the heat that ended EP best EP of the year. Couldn't narrow down a song. I love the whole thing. Uh, Collision, 
LaGuardia Alta, 7-inch that uh, came out this year. We talked it on the pod. I absolutely love it. Her voice and the way she does, like, the vocal dynamics of doing, like, that that high note enunciation on the end of some of, some of the lines is, uh yeah, some of my favorite singing of the year. And so Gridiron Trench. Fuck, I wish it was on my list. But, uh yeah, honorable mentions. This was a heartbreaker. Dan, honorable mentions. All right, I'm just going to mention the bands and then you, you know, anyone that's interested, look them up and and check out their releases of this uh this year. Um Syndrome 81 Slugger California. It's Slugger CA. That their EP is so good. Um all the other songs on the mm-hmm. Hive is record. Rat Cage um Spark Holy shit amazing youth crew esque hardcore coming out of Europe. Uh Vantage Point, Slow to Fix a Feeling. What a song. Um End It, New Age Slavery, The Comeback, those were both on my list. Raw Brigade, uh Gum, Combust, uh Spy Split. Um yeah, I had Trench by Gridiron, Big Bite by Speed wise up uh the song pressure as many others um click weapon x demo loved it terror how the fuck is terror not on any of these lists but they you know dominate all over the awards so that's all good uh the oi boys lp love it um berthold city cough 2021 cough oh yeah yeah that's right <laughs> uh berthold city um that grows on you so much um take a hint by smile although that entire smile like tape or digital tape or whatever is so good that's s m i l e so good uh piss me off way down defective chain field of flames eye teeth the infamous gehenna um earth crisis put out one song this year called vegan for the animals and it's fucking awesome um so that rules the executed demo a million other things oh and uh beyonce and scissor there you go also that two witnesses song yellow tape steph honorable mentions okay thank god i was like i don't want to i don't want to leave out any of the the leftovers that i had um choose bc just released um like a three track ep that is just so fucking good criminally underrated band um if you have a chance to check it out please do um they have their uh continuation of satanic pimp uh with their new track the pimp's price it's so fucking dope it's so worth it i'm begging y'all to i'm begging y'all to give it a listen um other bands that uh, i know i want to shout out would be um Jive Bomb came out with a really cool release pretty recently. Um, I wish I could put them on my list. Same with Ankle Biter. Um, Both are great. Same goes for, oh, fuck, here we go. Weapon X. Um, let's see, A Morning Star, another awesome Vancouver band. Um, absolutely loveliest, loveliest people. Um, a metalcore suggestion, which I don't usually typically fuck with metalcore, but honestly, they make it pretty good and just absolute princes, each and every one of them um let's see what else i think that that is it for me right now i don't have my list so once i don't have the list then i 
cannot remember things, but I'll remember every band I forgot to mention at like 3 a.m. I'd be like, fuck. Oh, yeah. Chris on the all. Cats. <laughs> That's right. Chris um, all mentions. A few that were on my short list. Uh, Long Knife Trip to the River. Uh, what a yeah. fantastic love song for punk and hardcore, like as a refuge from like just the messed up things in this world. There's actually a line in there that reminds me a lot of a retaliate line. He talks about like the needle dropping down on the, on the wax. So shout out. Uh, dude, they have one of my favorite lines too this year when they go like, what is it? Like life is fucked in the mind of a lunatic. <laughs> it's like <It's> awesome. <laughs> something like that. It's on, the, yeah, it's on that scum song. It's so good. Hell yeah. The band rules Portland. Yep. Um, inclination epidemic. Uh, denial of life, AA freeze, and feel the flames. The decision were all uh, on my short list. Um, and Dan didn't Dan didn't take enough of my. Uh, well, he took plenty of them, but anyways. Uh, some other things that I don't think people mention. Uh, I love the Exide record, one of my favorites of the year. Uh, Burning strong, the delinquent demo out of uh Vancouver, BC slash Calgary. Um, also features members of juice, which Jeff's Jeff, uh, Steph talked about, <laughs> uh, Valencia split with double me is, uh, so the Valencia Valencia songs are the ones that I spend the most time with. Like I love them. Um, ego death demo, destiny bond, uh, pulso from Barcelona. Uh, especially the song No Kair, uh, but the whole record rules. Um, if you like melodic, like youth crew inspired stuff, that's it's real good. Um, and then I also had Ankle Biter, which uh, Steph mentioned, but I want to specifically call out the song My Creator, which is so cool. Well, hell yeah. It was a great year. Um, and that's that. Everyone, check out the playlist 185milesouth.com. Click that playlist link and check out all the songs. Dan, final thoughts. I just love everyone who's listened all the way through and it, it listens, you know, and engages in hardcore all the time. Throw us your suggestions, like what you would have had on your list and and let's keep the conversation going because I, I'm not joking. Like when someone turns me on to a new band that I love, like I'm extremely grateful. And when someone just wants to talk core, I'm extremely grateful. So, um, yeah, please, everyone, get in the comments, get in the, you know, contact Zach if you want, like, whatever, like, just let, you know, let's keep the conversation going because 2022 was pretty amazing uh, for hardcore and hardcore is beyond amazing all the time. So let us know what you're excited about and what songs have mattered the most to you. Yeah, that's a good point, Dan. I I do never get bothered when people reach out and say, "Here's something you got to check out." Probably at least half of the re- the newer records that we talk on the podcast are listener suggestions. So please write in, let us know what you want to hear uh, us talk about because we just want to hear the records in general. Uh, hardcore is so big and vast and diverse now. I mean, like just looking at these lists of of three people whose opinions I. I like and respect a lot, you know, and, and I'm getting hit by songs that I never heard from each one of them. So it's pretty wild. So yeah, write us in and, uh, hip us to stuff. It is much appreciated. Uh, Chris, final thoughts. 
Uh, I always say like every year when people say, you know, what's the best year of hardcore ever? I always say whatever current year we're in, maybe semi tongue in cheek, but also just because hardcore rules stays rule stays ruling. Uh, and there's almost so there's always so much good stuff if you are paying attention. Um, and, uh, you know, like like you all touched on, like no matter how much you're paying attention, there's always stuff that slips through the cracks. Um, and so like at the end of the year, I know there's haters out there. They're like, Oh, people are posting all their, you know, pictures of their favorite records on Instagram. Cool. Like sarcastically and, and being haters, but like, I love it. And, um, it's, it's a cool moment in time to kind of like revisit like, Oh, actually I never really did check that one out. Like I should have, or I never heard of that. Let me check that out. Or, you know, maybe I checked it out, but so many people are hyping it and I didn't really feel it. So maybe I need to listen to it again. And invariably, like every time there's something that I'm like, yeah, actually, you know what? This is really sick. So I love it. Keep it coming. Don't worry about the haters. Yeah. Anytime that people are putting out their stuff they love and ride for, it's a real lame look to hate on that. Right. Yeah, um, for sure. Steph, final thoughts. Yeah. You know, the, to the people who are poo pooing and just kind of, you know, just needlessly shitting or criticizing people for taking joy wherever they can find them in just these miserably abysmal times, like don't take stock to that. And, you know, I hope that people don't, you know, uh, I guess like preoccupy themselves too much with that kind of posturing or like weird internet cool guying, like, Take what you can get. Take any happiness that you can get because, you know, tomorrow's not promised to you. Uh, you don't know, you know, you could put something off and it might never be there again. Or you, you know, that who knows what can fucking happen tomorrow. So the bits of joy that you get, like, take it. But by all means, like, I'd never be ashamed of taking from the music that everyone's worked so hard to, to show off to you. Um, yeah, uh, this has been an awesome year for music. I am, you know, I think in trying to put together this list, um, and I was trying like quite hard to be diligent and like go through what I, um, you know, what stuck out to me. And I, everything, it, it was just such a monumental year for so much cool shit that it was almost so difficult to keep up with everything. Um, and it's just because, we're in this really fucking cool time where, you know, every year gets better, in my opinion, um, to what was said earlier. We're like, this year is the best year for hardcore. And I fully agree with that sentiment. There's, you know, it only gets better. It's only been getting better. It's only been getting cooler because it's people being themselves. It's people putting their true, like their true essence into what it is that they're making for us. And everyone's just so much more willing to listen. And it's so much easier to see all this stuff. So this has been such a fucking cool year. And what's crazy is that this was such a good year that like, I don't even like, I am so excited and I also can't fathom what the next year is going to bring. Cause it's going to be even better than this year. Like if you really think about it, that's a crazy fucking thought. So that's where I'm at. And I appreciate you guys for having me on here. I, I know I tend to be a bit of a rambler, but uh, these are really fun. These are really cool. And y'all are such a lovely bunch. Well, thank you for that. And to correct myself, we did speak on clobber, but we didn't speak on slugger. And that's what I got confused by. Very similar names. 
So oh. don't get at me, Ben. I know that Ben was just waiting to needle me <laughs> for that. He's like, no, you talk clobber, but you didn't talk slugger. Get it right, champ. But uh, I corrected myself, so that's that. Um, Dan, where can the people find you, and what is the best canned water beverage? <laughs> the best canned water beverage is, of course, liquid death mountain water, drinking water from the Alps. Um, people can find me at liquid death HQ, just <laughs> begging in the parking lot. <laughs> and they can also find me on Instagram at Southport Instagrammer. Hell yeah. Chris, where can the people find you? <laughs> Sorry, I'm uh <laughs> the water C. Williams thing. The CG. water thing com. got me. But uh <laughs> yeah, Chris Williams, 51 uh on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also find me on both of those at NWHC Radio. Hell yeah. Steph, where can the people find you? So right now I'm taking a little Instagram, a little social media cleanse. So for right now, you might not be able to find me. But anybody listening to the future, I will be back. Uh, y'all can find me on either my personal account, which is Steph X Jerkova. Um, that's jerk and ends with Ova. Um, or you all can check out the um, Punitive Damage uh, Instagram or PunityHC on Twitter. Um, I'm on both of those accounts as well. So if y'all ever want to shoot uh, a message and say hi, uh, I'll make sure to check them out. Everyone, you can get at me 185 miles south at avion.com and uh, get at me. No, <laughs> Avion. Avion. Okay, get at me 185 miles south at gmail.com. That is the best way I respond to everyone. Also, 185 miles south on Instagram and Twitter. The DMs get a little weirder, but I try to get back to everyone. And my personal is Zach Retaliate on Instagram. And you know, Retaliate is the best on Instagram. Everyone, we love you all. 2022 was great. Now we're in 2023. Let's make this a good one. And shoot us everything that comes out that you love. We want to hear about it. We want to talk about it. You guys keep this podcast alive, especially those who smash that Patreon button. All right, we have Andy Diehard to talk his best releases of 2022. What's up, Andy? Yo, how you doing? Sorry for the... Uh, can you hear that plane? Nah, dude. Just rail. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, so my... Top record of the year. You guys pretty much already killed it with your uh, end of the year awards. Uh, but definitely, I had uh, say en- my top three records were ended, Mind Force, and Praise. All those new records that came out. Um, you guys went over them and then and, and, uh, touched on everything I could ever say about them. Um, a couple of the other records that I really liked this year uh, Old City, When Words Are Not Enough. I'm, I'm a Simple guy, simple man, and uh, I just love that style. And uh, Birth Old City and Discouraged, uh, Disaster <clears throat> Fatigue both uh, put out like pretty like old school or uh, youth crew sounding records that I liked a lot. Um, and then uh, to round it out, Terror, Painting the Power is awesome, Punitive Damage, which obviously was the best record of the year. And uh, I really enjoyed the Combust record, uh, Another Life. Um, those are pretty much my top records for like, I guess, LPs um, are just top records. Uh, a few of my others that I really liked was the Last Gas promo that just came out. 
Um, that band's cool. You guys touched on their song on the comp. Um, I've been a fan of them for a while. I really like their, their style, kind of like Clevo meets like early AFI kind of mix. Uh, Almighty Watching put out a seven inch that was pretty dope. Uh, no Plan, the record that Eva sings on with, I think, uh, Ito's in that band. I really like that one. I, I listen to that all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Major the major Pain demo is dope. Uh, the Click demo or EP is dope. Uh, another one of my favorites, uh, to toot my own horn, uh, Ill Communication put out a couple uh, two-song promo for our LP that's coming out on Safe Inside. Um, I really I really like the uh, Father, Son, and the Illus Ghost song on there. Um, I don't know. So, toot my own horn. Oh, yeah. Um, another one of the top... Uh, a split that you guys didn't uh, touch on, but uh, I really liked the uh, Clear Eyes Little Mall split. Um, that was my favorite split of the year. Uh-huh. Um, uh, let me see here. Oh, I did write down a couple, uh, I guess, like hardcore adjacent records here. Uh, uh, the High Viz record is cool. Uh, I'm not really sure if it's hardcore or whatever, but it's awesome. And it seems like they're hardcore dudes listening to them on your end of the year episode. So, People can go back and check that out. Um, I like the Drug Church LP, Hygiene. Um, again, I'm not sure if it's hardcore, but I think it's a cool record. And then uh, Mongrel, Off the Leash. Um, I'd heard that, but when when uh, when you asked for the like best breakdowns of the year, that song Off the Leash was the one I'm like, man, that's a pretty hard breakdown. But I'm not sure if that's like straight death metal or power violence or whatever, but that little three-song record they did is pretty awesome. It's got Andy. It counts. What's that? It's got Andy. It counts. Oh yeah, yeah. And then, uh, the guitar player is a dude that like I've met, and he's rad. At least a hardcore dude. But that that record's cool. Um, I got a Zine of the Year. I'm gonna say Today Forever Zine that came out. It's pretty awesome. They did a great job. Super slick. They're doing another one. And then uh, my last thing would be my show of the year would be at the OPAC, the Terror Dead Heat Outburst Retaliate Show was my show of the year. Uh, just saw a lot of cool old friends that I hang out with Chris, you, Todd, a uh, bunch of homies. So um, that was my uh, year interview. Um, anything else? I did. Hell yeah. Awesome. 2022. And next year, 2023, we get that ill communication LP. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, no, it's coming out. Burst on it. Hell yeah. All right. Thank you, Andy. All right, thanks, Zach. All right, Ben. Let's get your best stuff of 2022. Yeah, so I divided everything into four basic categories, even though there's bleed between them. Uh, There's hardcore, metalcore, straightforward punk, and the alt-rocky stuff. So in that hardcore category, I really liked the album Gotta Give It Up by the band Sweat from Los Angeles, California, uh, a favorite of Zach as well. Um, I l- was into the Speedway EP Paradise on Revelation Records. There is a band from Denver called Destiny Bond, and they put out an EP entitled 2022 Promo Cassette. And I know they toured the Pacific Northwest. Oh, actually, they did tour LA, and I totally missed them. I totally would have gone if I'd known that show was happening. They're kind of like, God, it's hard to describe. They're very punk sounding almost remind me of like the dicks or the big boys uh 
Jade Dust, who we've spoken about a lot on the show. They're from Portland, Oregon. They're kind of a revolution summary band. They put out a 12-inch EP this year called Wild Geese. Long Knife, also talked about a lot on this pod. Curb Stomp Earth LP. They're like Poison Idea with like spooky keyboards, like like a horror movie keyboard uh, music over Poison Idea. Very interesting combo. And in the metalcore category, or metallic hardcore, I should say, I don't really know what the difference is between those two things. Mind Force, the New Lords LP, spoken about a lot. It's a perfect sounding record. It almost reminds me of something that would work in a rock band or guitar hero because the riffage keeps switching up. Like you can never get bored of any part because the songs are really short and there's lots of changes within each song. Um, the band wait from Norway, they put out the violence of the, Divi- the violence of the divine LP. Um, imagine rabies singing for the band leeway and you'd be pretty close in knowing what this sounds like. Um, uh, moving on to the straightforward punk category, There is something happening right now in the country of Australia, mostly in Melbourne, but not completely. And that is lots of incredible punk music coming out. Split System, the Volume 1 LP. Uh, This is probably my favorite LP of the year. Yeah, fuck it, it is. Uh, The Chats, the Get Fucked LP. Really goofy band. I think if they were... 15% less goofy. I'd like them even more and they'd probably be a thousand percent less popular, but man, the music is so on point, like just driving seventies influence punk, just perfect sounding the neuros, uh, baby don't seven inch EP. They are from Melbourne skid city. Also from Melbourne, uh, the greetings from skid city LP, Stepmother, that's Graham Kleiss, who I played in Fields of Fire with, and you know him from Annihilation Time and Lecherous Gaze. This is the first band he's ever sung in. So he sings and plays guitar. It's a three-piece band. Stepmother, they have a self-titled seven-inch EP. Uh, Chubby and the Gang, The Labor of Love, seven-inch EP. That is a band from England. So every band from Australia except Chubby and the Gang. Uh, Moving into the last category, which is the alt-rocky stuff, the band Young Gov, they put out two albums this year, the Gov 3 album and the Gov 4 album. And that is Ben Cook. You know him from the band No Warning. This is kind of his teenage fan clubby. It's not even a side project. It's I think it might even be his main band. Well, he has two main bands. But this is the last band I saw before the lockdown. And the first show I went to after the lockdown was also Young Gov. So it they hold a special place in my heart in a strange way. Uh, the band Spice, which is the singer and drummer of Ceremony, playing, um, God, it's hard to compare them to a specific band, but alternative rock music, very 80s sounding. They have put out an album called Viv, V-I-V. The Hazmats, Empty Room 7-inch single. When Dan learns that this is dudes from Violent Reaction and Chubby and the Gang, he will act like he likes this band too. They sound a lot like Jesus, <laughs> Jesus and Mary Chain, very 80s English, uh, new wavy kind of, or more like post-new wave, mid-80s sort of alt-sounding music. 
Um, Andy Place and the Cool Heads in a Confusing Futuristic Bar LP. This is a band from Portland, Oregon we talked about before. High Viz, they've been talked to death. They put out an album called Blending. Um, basically, if you took shouty punk vocals and put it over alternative, alternative rock music, you'd get High Viz. Um, and then last, Super Crush, the Melody Maker 12-inch EP. Uh, Super Crush is the singer of don't fuck it up and oh go it alone remember go it alone they're from either van i think they're from vancouver sometimes I confuse, yeah pacific northwest sometimes seattle and vancouver I, I i can't get it straight where bands are from between those two cities even though they're in different countries but super crush is a very teenage fan club sounding band uh, and they've been around for a while now so that those are my favorite uh, records of 2022. Hell yeah, dude. I'm with you on the split system. I, when we, I said it on this episode, I'll say it again before we sign off. I listened to that so much in the homework up to that episode. And then so much after that episode on Spotify, and then I finally got the LP and I still have not taken it off my turntable. I love it. It's like, it's so funny, right? When you get an LP that you love and, you're used to listening to it in digital format and taking the whole thing in or like spot checking it. And then like to have the LP and like taking it in like side by side, like all of a sudden side a over and over and then side B over and over. It's just a different experience. I love it. And I love that this album has, has held up like from listening to the digital record all the way through to like narrowing down which songs I was going to choose for the super seven. So like listening to like a few of my favorite tracks and then going back and listening to like the thing as a whole, God, that record cannot miss. Yeah. Um, my, of all the stuff I just named the most listened to stuff on Spotify, which is what I've listened to most of this stuff on, even though I do own some of these on compact disc, um, the most listened to stuff is split system, mind force and, uh, young of those three. So I guess I could lie and say, oh, yeah, uh, the Neuros, that's my record of the year. But no, it's those three. Well, hell yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for the support. We will talk to you again in a couple weeks, and we'll talk to the real ones next Monday on Patreon. Patreon.